I'm Stevie. And welcome to another I'm episode Vlad. of Vlazaras. Oh yeah, I forgot what we did. Vlad. <laughs> Alright, welcome to Vlad. <laughs> Welcome to episode 186 of Blurs R Us. You are joined, as you heard earlier, by Nano, Mine, and Stevie. Uh, we have a variety of different movies and TV shows and a little bit of anime to talk to you about today. Um, but, you know, um, without further ado, we're going to get straight into it. Uh, Stevie, what have you been up to since the last time we recorded? Uh, so, this week I have watched an unhealthy amount of um, the, office, the American office Um and it's probably because uh, my wife has started watching it and she is completely addicted and <laughs> can't, she, honestly, we put the TV on and she's like, should watch some more of this? And it's, I mean, it's, it's 20 minute episodes and they're, they've like completely nailed how, how easy it is to sort of like just, you can burn through like three episodes in an hour and it just so, oh my God, it's so funny. And it, it differs from the, the UK office because it's, the UK office is just ridiculously, ridiculously cringe and mm. no one is redeemable in, in, in that series. Whereas in, well, in the American office, it, it, it's not quite cringe and actually everybody's got like slight qualities that redeem them slightly. You know, you kind of fall in love with all the characters. So, uh, yeah, been watching that a lot. Um, and I've also watched like, half of John Wick 3. Um, I kind of got halfway through it and then I was like, I've got to do some other stuff and I haven't quite yet picked it up again. Is this, that is, the, is, this, is this your first time watching it? Yeah, yeah. So I've seen John Wick 1 and 2 and I never got around to watching the third one. Okay. And this is like, what is it? Parabellum. Or it's just, basically he's on the run yeah. and he's, everybody's, he's, yeah. everyone's trying to kill him. And fucking hell, it is so brutal. It is honestly, I forgot how like John Wick one and two were brilliant because it was like major gung fu and it was action and and it was you know there were some brutal bits in it. But this is just to people being blasted in the head like yeah. point blank range with with guns and just ridiculous, just relentless fights, fights that just get on and on. they're really well choreographed as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know what you guys do. Yeah, I take it, but you both seen the movie. Yeah, I've seen the movie. Yeah, like you, it. the Gong Fu was sick. Um, <clears throat> right, again, all the, the choreography was sick as well. Um, especially when it came to the guys in, in the armored, like the heavy armored uh, suits, um, going after John Wick, and he's just like, "Okay, cool. This gun is working. Let's go back. What do we have? Like the biggest like, pistol you could ever find. Oh, was it? Was it a gun? I was like, cool. Let's do this. I thought it was a twelve gauge or something like that. Let's do this. I he's only shot. halfway through, you know. You what? Stevie's only halfway through the film. Oh, <laughs> don't worry. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> It, 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 the bad. fact is, the fact is, you can talk about it. It it, it won't spoil anything because the whole point I'm getting at the moment, the whole point of the movie is is all that action, mm-hmm. and you can't like you know. I'm sure that you could spoil the shit out of it, and I'd still be enjoying the fuck out of it because of all the action, yeah, just no. the relentlessly well choreographed action. I must stop myself here then. That's the case. <laughs> I mean, like, there was a brilliant scene where he's in um, like an old museum with loads of different sort of like weapons, and mm. people are coming and fighting him, and they're like, they're out of guns, out of weapons, and then they both sort of like pause a minute and then look at like, 
Which weapon am I going to choose? They smash a like a he smash a cabinet and pull a different weapon out and start yeah. attacking each other. Mm. Uh, so yeah, no, uh, it's it's good fun, but it was pretty intense. And, yeah, and, uh, yeah. So you've seen a bit where he's, where he's fighting a giant, right? He, oh yes, in the, yeah. library. That, in the library. That library. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, <laughs> that was he was the first guy. He started before the before the clock hit six or something like that. Yeah. I think that was yeah. But no, yeah, he was like no one will know. But yeah, no, that's uh, it's good fun. And then uh, obviously I've seen all the other stuff we're going to talk about in a bit um, nice. when we do our reviews. All right, cool, cool. Oh, and of course the bottle game. How could I forget the fucking oh, bottle game? I've been bottle bottle game. since I'm a level two hundred twenty-three right now. I haven't touched, <laughs> I haven't touched that again since the first day I touched it. Like I've not gone good. back to it. Well done. <laughs> you, you, you just keep, keep keep away from it. <laughs> like it's like an unhealthy addiction. Yeah, don't do it. 337 now. Mm. Jeez. It's and this 37 have been since 300 have been quite tough. Mad. <laughs> oh, mad. Very crazy. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just grinding. I mean, sometimes it takes me a day to get through all these puzzles. They've got a bit easier though. Actually, 200 hasn't been that bad. Hmm. I haven't played it, so I'm, gonna, I'm really I'm sorry. Forget, forget what <laughs> it. Cause DV. <laughs> well, I'm done. I'm done. That's it. That, okay. that, no, I'm uh, done. If I if I talk about more stuff, there will be I'll be going on to the stuff that we're going to review later. Right, cool. Mine. All right then. I've I've been a very busy bunny. Mm-hmm. So um, I watched uh, episode six of uh, So I'm a Spider. So what's that? Kubadesu Dananika. Nice. Um, again, another. Uh, it's just a good episode. That's all I can say. I would, I would, oh man, yeah, it's good. It's good. Mm-hmm. Um, slime. That's how much reincarnated as slime. Episode five. Mm-hmm. Um, the last dungeon. Suppose a kid from the last dungeon boonies. Um, yeah, yeah. Episode six. Uh, Kimono G head monster incidents. Episode five. Which was I that? Think... Oh, which was that monster incident? Have I watched? Started watching that one. So that's this is the one where there's a boy who um, is half human, half demon. Okay, I don't think I, I don't think I've I've started that one then. Alright. Um RE Zero, uh season two episode six, um watched that as well. Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> Tensei, which is Jobless Reincarnation episode six. Um that this episode that episode was actually pretty decent, I would say. Um I it wasn't as excited as the other ones. I mean I think episodes one to five were crazy. Even episodes one to four were absolutely crazy. Episode six was like, yeah, okay, cool. Mm. Um Kafuku Jutsushi, uh, no Yorinoshi, redo Hila again. Um, very similar. Uh, I say similar in terms of uh, jobless reincarnation to jobless reincarnation. Mm-hmm. Um, Cells of Work episode eight. Cells of Work is actually really, really good. So I will say the Japanese take on um, on the uh, Ozzy and Drix because Ozzy and Drix is just like one of the best cartoons of my of my childhood. Yeah, but. Um, um, yeah, Souls of Work is really interesting because um, every episode, no matter, no matter what episode you watch, right, it always introduces the white cells and tells you what the white cells are, tells you what the T cells are, um, red blood cells and things like that. So it's always, it's constantly giving you information about, about you know, all the cells and stuff like that. Um, so there also there's two protagonists. So you have the white, the white uh, blood cell, the red blood cell. Um, and there is a bit of I mean, there's a bit of story to the to the um, 
to the episodes. However, in terms of you know them leading on from one another, however, um, you don't need to necessarily watch episode one to start episode episode eight because it's all just random events that happen inside the human body. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been watching How to Get Away with Murder, uh, so I saw all season one, and I've now up to season two, episode five. Um, uh, it's it's a good series. It's a good series. It started to decline for me in terms of uh, enjoyment, but still a pretty good series. Um, start watching Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Um, I just got to episode three on it. Um, I was trying to do a whole marathon while I watch it from uh, beginning to fit, uh, beginning to end. And then what I was going to do was uh, watch all the other Power Rangers series um, down the line. But I think Netflix got rid of the majority of Power Rangers series, so that would be possible. I has to be used by VPN or something. Mm. Um, I also clocked that the Magic School Bus is actually on Netflix. Oh, so, so yeah, was it Miss Miss Fizz? It's Netflix. Yeah, Miss 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 Fizz. Yeah, exactly. I she sure. was a wizard, man. I don't care what anyone tells me, man. She went to Hogwarts. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. You know, it's a theory that says that apparently uh, some of the kids became the planeteers from Captain Planet. Uh, yeah, yeah, because they, they look alike, innit? They look alike. Yeah. So with the Magic School Bus, right? Actually, it actually taught me something because, like, even like even as an adult, um, so I think the first episode talks about uh about hens and how eggs are made, right? Mm-hmm. And I was watching this, I was going, "Wow, they actually go into a lot of detail." But it's done in such a nice way that you don't like you learn biology without all the, I guess, the stuff that parents want to keep the kids away from in terms of sex and whatnot, right? But like even the formation of like an egg inside a hen and everything like that, and the, the hardness substance around the around the yolk and whatnot, all of that it, it gets told to you. I was like, wow! I literally just learned something new. Um, so yeah, that's what I've been up to. And yeah, I mean, it's, it seems like a lot, but yeah. Then again, <laughs> I've got much else to do. So yeah, that's that's my week. Oh boy! All right. So I firstly want to say that the episode of Anime Freshman that I guested on, I talked about last week, is now out. It came out Wednesday. I've listened to the episode and it sounds it sounds better than when I was actually there recording. Like yeah. we just had so much fun in it. And even though it was an award show, like we still just had jokes and banter of anime. Like I'm looking forward yeah. to going back and chatting to them. Like, I'm annoyed that when I listen to the episodes, I don't write notes because like I have beef with certain people. Like not <laughs> real beef, but like there's been a if I remember correctly, there's been some Krillin hate. And, you know, Krillin was always my favorite character from Dragon Ball Z. So I would mm. offend Krillin to the death in it. Like, he's my guy. Like, obviously, he's like the most sidedest of side characters, yeah. But, like, you don't, you don't, you, 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 you don't shit on Krillin in it. Like, he's still, he's still gangster in it. It's okay. He's stronger than Yamcha and TN. Listen, everyone is stronger than Yamcha, man. That's not, <laughs> that's not even a fair comparison. Yamcha got punked. He's, he's one of the most punked character in all, uh, all the time. He's so punked, yeah, that, when people talk about like useless characters or annoying characters, yeah, they forget. <laughs> he's number one. They, not even that he's number one, they forget to even bring him up because he's so punk. Oh, he's so irrelevant. Like, yeah, he's so irrelevant right, that right. people forget to bring him up, man. Like, anyway, I don't really go into that, but yeah, anime freshman. Um, I listen to it on Apple Podcasts, but I'm pretty sure they're like pretty much wherever you can listen to podcast um podcast platforms. Um, I will say that with us. Let me just plug our socials. We are on Facebook, guys. Please go like. Uh, I'm not like I've been a bit swagging putting posted content on there um, but I'm hoping to start rectifying that and start putting maybe every other day just posting a funny meme or posting an anime thing um, both on the Facebook and Instagram again search for us on Blurs or Us Uh, we're on Twitter 
Uh, we have a Discord, so shoot us a message on one of those platforms if you want to join the Discord. Um, we are also on Twitch. Um, I have been streaming. Um, I finally, do you know what I was on there about streaming? Yeah. So I streamed for a couple of hours on Apex and then I turned it off. And then I was playing with Uncle Aaron from There's the Podcast. Uh, Wasteland Batman, who's a, another streamer, and Pencil Burn, who's like a friend of their shows and also a friend of ours now. Um, yeah. And like, you know, nothing really was happening. So I came off the stream and I was like, but you know, I, I still wanted to like have some banner of them because like it was one of those late nights where I couldn't sleep and they were in America. So it's like, I don't know, seven o'clock in the evening for them. And I was playing yeah. with them, yeah. And imagine we got a win. Like I got my first dove, like, and the funny thing about me getting my first win, yeah, I had zero kills, zero damage, zero any any <laughs> any positive stat, yeah, I had nothing. I I feel so you were Yamcha. Yeah, I was Yamcha. I was basically Yamcha. Like literally, I, I even say this when I'm playing with you guys. Like, you know, when, Mar- when Marvel was complaining, I was like trying on this anime wig and trying on some glasses. I was like, does it really matter though? Because like I don't really do much. But in saying that, I've been playing the game for maybe like two, three weeks now. Maybe every mm. other day. I've gotten a little better. Like, I'm now starting to, like, get damage in some of the matches. Like, before I was getting, like, 20 damage. And majority of the time, it was, like, zero damage. But now, like, you know, I get 150, 180. I had a kill the other day on the stream, which was nice. Like, so, I I wouldn't say I'm getting better. But I'm not being mm-hmm. as crap as I was when we first started streaming. Um, so, no, I'm so happy you got a kill. Yeah. Honestly, I was playing. I was playing with him. He got a kill. I was like, "What? Now I'm getting a kill? What <laughs> I is this?" Kill. I was so excited. It's good. It's good. I sympathise so much after hearing you talk about like your your multiplayer, like first person shooter oh, experience yeah. of spraying people, <laughs> and then they're like spraying. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they didn't die at all. You know what? The, the, tra- the trauma started from young. The trauma started on Call of Duty when I think it was the PS3. I'll be playing on like, especially like on them like um, the exp- like the triple week, triple experience weekends. I'll jump on there and I'll be playing and I will literally be shooting a guy in his face as far as I can see, and he just wouldn't die. And then after a while, I was just like, you know what? I like I will buy Call of Duty back then. I would buy it for the story mode. But in terms of playing online, I was like, nah, because when I go on it, I'm just going to get frustrated. I can't kill nobody. Like I said, the only shooting game that I have in recent memories that I've had like a lot of fun with is Overwatch. And that's because generally, like, there's other things you can do other than going to kill people. Like, you can help capture the flag. You could, do you know what I mean? There's, and, like, every character's a little bit different. Similar to Apex, but, like, it's a little bit easier for someone that's like very newbish at first person shooters but um yeah, yeah we so again we are on twitch check us out blurs or us on twitch um sometimes we will actually do the podcast and have it streaming on twitch uh, i didn't do that today just because I've, i'm a bit all over the place right now um you, you I, need a new laptop first i need a new laptop and i want to get one but I, again I, I can't at the moment justify that cost right now um but I am hoping, like I want to say April in it, like literally. Mm. If if I if I if if the world semi starts to return back to normal by April, I can hopefully justify the cost. And I want to like maybe like uh, declutter my room out a little bit as well, so I can kind of make yeah. it a best streaming setup, um, etc. Um, and what else? Uh, yeah, so we're on Twitch. Um, please check us out. We're still on a quest for affiliate. I need an average of three viewers. Um, for the stream, um, we're on like 2.2, so technically, I think I need like 
every time I stream, I need like five people on it. So we're working towards doing that. Um, my capture card came. We had a little experiment of trying to get it to work last night. Um, it was successful and unsuccessful at the same time. Um, I got it working and I was waiting for Martin to jump on Discord to check out if people could hear him on the Discord. When he finally jumped on, somehow, I don't know what, I don't know, I don't even think I did anything, but first the webcam stopped working. Then once I got the webcam working, they couldn't hear my audio. They could only hear Martin. So mm-hmm. I need to figure out a way to get me being heard both on the um on the on the discord and the stream because he could hear me on the discord he just couldn't hear me coming out so that's something i'm gonna figure out i'm not i'm not gonna do it today because i'm gonna be editing the podcast when we're done and i probably will jump on stream i'll probably be streaming just from the xbox naturally but like maybe tuesday or wednesday afternoon when like it's in the middle of the day i've got an hour or two where i can take my time play about with it Hopefully, Martin and Michael will be free and they can help assist because I think I just need like one put. I need someone like not in my room because my girl was trying to help, but she was in the room, so I didn't know whether if she was hearing me because obviously I was in the room. Or, but anyway, it's it's a whole adventure that I need to start because I like I am not a techie person, especially on that side of things. Um, she is, um, but it was like Valentine's Day. I didn't kind of want to be, you know. It was meant to be a quick little thing and it ended up being like, oh no, nearly an hour. Um, and also my laptop is just really sucking it. So I just want to, if it is like my laptop is that bad and it, and that's what the situation is, then yeah, I'll kind of like be like, you know what, if I really want to do it so that I can have everyone on the chat or in a sense, so they're on the streams that I can hear then it might have to be done that way because I think the only other way around it is for us to all um, what do you call it stream on the same console now obviously majority of, like I can use my last PlayStation but it's just the fact that it's in his room in it and most of the time when I do want to like sit down and stream and game it's when he's probably home because it's late at night mm-hmm. um, but again I'm not investing in the PS5 until I've got my own place or Final Fantasy 16 comes out whichever one comes first so yeah it would be interesting to see which one comes up comes I, like, I like that comparison that it's, it's either like something as big as you move into your own place or Final Fantasy 16 <laughs> it's equally as big right that is pretty big <laughs> I, I will buy a PS5 for that game like because I'm pretty sure it's, oh, wow. it's, it's not I see um, that's, a, that's a bloody seller that isn't it yeah so, exactly so, and because I don't think it's going to be a um, PS4, I think it's going to be a PS5 exclusive. So, um, I, I have to have a PS5 for that. I've also did say that I was going to get, um, the Final Fantasy VII remake when they announce, uh, what's happening with chapter two. Uh, we were mm-hmm. meant to, well, there was rumors that we we're going to get an announcement this weekend, but nothing happened. Um, so hopefully, I don't know, at least by summertime, I'm hoping for us to hear some, news on whether Final Fantasy 16 is coming out this year or whether we're going to get also Final Fantasy 7 Remake Chapter 2 as well. Um, I saw I saw an article, I think I read an article about um, the, the Final Fantasy 7 sort of producers or developers were getting a lot of inspiration from Horizon Zero Dawn nice. and the, sort of the way it's being done. And if, if they could do, mm-hmm. if they could upgrade the graphics to in that game to be like Horizon Zero Dawn, fine. Would be beautiful, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Horizon Zero Dawn is obviously an amazing game. I mean, I've yeah. I, I mean, I've sold my quest to get on platinum to complete it on platinum mm. for the second time. Um, this is for the DLC, so 
Hmm. Yeah, I still seeing the trailers for the um for the next for the new one. Oh yeah. my gosh, I'm in love with it already. Damn. I'm in love with it, and the fact that they even have a water level, so they actually you actually get a breather, so you can you know go the water feels yeah. like that, and you know there's a, there's a massive snap ball, which is um, the alligator uh, machine that like just swims overhead. You're thinking, wow, do I really have to fight this thing in water now? It's yeah, it's 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 amazing. I cannot wait for the game to come out. Like Gorilla Games have done a great job considering like the last game they had before that was uh, Killzone. So yeah, absolutely amazing. Uh, uh, I'm glad to get game. a PS5 for that. Yeah. Mm, see, hey, uh, see. The, these games are sucking us into spend <laughs> like literally obviously okay i've only had bangers up to this point in my life yeah but the ps5 is probably going to be like a hundred pounds short of my current car now like that is <laughs> that is how expensive these games are right now um, these consoles are but again it's worth it because you know like how long will that will you have that for you could have a you would probably have a ps5 anywhere between five to ten years so it is a worthwhile investment. Do you know what I mean? So, mm. yeah, man, I'm looking forward to that. Um, the other day, again, it was Valentine's Day. Um, spent a lovely evening with Marvel half, uh, and she wanted to watch a movie. Um, and I was like, mm, I don't like, you know, I don't really want to watch like anything too serious. I don't have to pay attention to. It's late. I fully guarantee you're gonna fall asleep. Uh, she's like, no, 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 no. Let's watch a movie. Let's watch a movie. I was like, okay, cool. Let's watch a movie. And I was, we were flicking through because, like, we, we, I'm rubbish when it comes to picking stuff for us to watch um, because I just want to watch anime, and she's not always too keen on reading <laughs> subtitles, which is, which is, which is fair enough. Do you know That's what I mean? Like, um, hold on, is she actually key? And will she actually watch an anime with you? Um, it depends on what it is. Like, she's she watched Death Note. She enjoyed Death Note. Um, she's even, see, she see, even, that is that is something that is something you know that is that's a massive deal. Yeah, exactly. Um, she, there was even one anime that she watched. Like she told me to watch, and I was like, oh, I didn't even know about this. And I watched it; it was actually really good. Um, but um, no, normally like when it's late, late we normally like to watch um like a comedy. Something you can just like it doesn't really matter if you fall asleep to kind of thing. But yeah, you know, she just we we stuck. We ended up picking Coach Car, um, a film that came out in two thousand five that actually. Um, you have never, never actually before. seen before. Um, oh, I really enjoyed it. I'm gonna give it a solid three piece. Um, mm-hmm. It was entertaining. Uh, Samuel Jackson, L. Jackson looked so young. Well, considering it was like 16 years ago. Um, yeah, it, it was a fun story. Um, it so, some of it just reminded me of my experience as a as a player and a coach in terms of running mm-hmm. suicides and the level of fitness and the level of discipline and like how serious things are gonna be and kind of like how I would like some of my coaches start to be in terms of like you know making sure my players are on time that they understand that you know if you come like seven o'clock is not if you're meant to be somewhere at seven o'clock if you get that at seven o'clock that's not on time that's late and I generally yeah. do like I actually get annoyed when people are late for things and I generally do try not to be the black stereotype about being late for things I'm normally like if someone tells me to be at their party at nine o'clock I am normally the guy that's there at nine o'clock and then I'm pissed off when everyone turns up at ten hold eleven hold on, I mean if, if that's not a party <laughs> I'm not coming on time is this is this a, is this a thing sorry you said it's a black stereotype is that like so oh, like, this a, is new to me. A thousand percent, man. I, I, again, black, fucking black, kidding black, me. Black that, people, that is so 
black that people, is more something that I'm used to. Listen, <laughs> black people are natural. I wouldn't even say it's naturally late. I just think it's something that we've just developed, evolved into doing. Like, uh, what's what's it? Uh, B- BTM, black man, no, um, BMT, black man BMT. time. Yeah, so normally. <laughs> If you want your black friends to be on time for something, you normally tell them an hour later. So if it's meant to start at six, I mean, I'm sorry, hour early. If it's meant to start at six, you tell them it's meant to start at five, and then they'll get in about half six. They'll still be about <laughs> five minutes late. Um, hey, listen, I, I'll say right now for work, I'm on, for work, I'm on time. Oh yeah. But when it comes to but when it comes to parties, that I like to be late for it, and the reason being is that. When you you know the party's popping, right? When people are already there, they go, by the way, how's the party? Oh, it's dead. Okay, cool. I don't need to go to that one. Or, oh, the party's popping, blah, blah. Cool. I know which one to go to. Listen, That's the only reason why I'm late. For me, yeah. Like, okay, yeah, we're, we are generally on time when it comes to work. But for everything else, we are, we're really bad with timekeeping. And for me, it's just one of those ones, yeah. If you tell me a time, yeah, I had to come. So if I'm just showing my face for an hour or two, I show my face for an hour and I can go home. I'm not looking to turn up at 11 o'clock at night and I'm still waiting for things to work. If you tell me 9 o'clock here, yeah, I have majority of the time, I would have planned my day around it so that I'm there yeah. for 9 o'clock in it. So I leave my house at 8 o'clock so I miss out on the traffic and then I'm there. Um, and yeah, so sometimes like just lateness can sometimes just ruin my whole day because I just get really pissed off. Um, so, but yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed the movie. Uh, I found it, it was cool that at the end they didn't do the like trophy thing where they actually won the final match they actually lost the game and yeah but it's basically a true story though isn't it so, oh is it oh yeah, yeah it is because obviously at the end they did the whole typical um stevie steven went to uh, junior essex college and graduated with a diploma mikey <laughs> went on to have fight like it, 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 hit that, it, did, it did that whole trip where it like freezes on the character <laughs> and tells you what they did with their lives and i was like no. mm-hmm. it, 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 it was quite nostalgic because you don't really not too many films do that anymore and um yeah. it was quite nostalgic to see um the music was banging of again obviously 2005 so all the music that was like in my eyes when i was growing up in it um it had yeah. a shiny in this um she was pretty cool um yeah i really enjoyed the movie man and it's definitely um one that you know if if the world returns back to normal in time for us to coach at kingston it's definitely gonna be one of the movies that like any of the new kids that come in i'm like watch this film coach car watch remember titans so that when I am shouting at you and when I'm telling you to run suicides, yeah, you know I'm doing you know I'm doing it out of love and not because I'm some kind of um what's is the word masochist? Well say this to say this. Yeah. And also like do you remember that time where Coach Nate made us like run suicide for like half an hour? For the whole no 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 I remember yeah he did that and then there was also why he made us run suicides for the whole training session, right? The only time we stopped doing suicides was when we had when we had to uh, do a scrimmage against the uh, offense. Oh yeah, so yeah, so that's what I, I remember like, that one. It was um yeah, so the whole like you know when you go to your the, the defense period where it's just defense, yeah yeah. He made us do suicides for the whole thing. I can't remember why. Did we lose a game or something? I think I, do you know what I think it's because it was a, maybe it was a scrimmage before that, right? Again, this is not even a proper game, right? This is a scrimmage against I think it was either, I thought it was against offense actually. Yeah. And we let them score a touchdown or stuff like that. And then he made us run suicides for no reason. Listen, I think Oh no no there's no reason to it, but I I remember I remember one of them was definitely because we had a scrimmage and offense 
Like maybe score. Oh, that's what that's what it was. That's what it was. They score a touchdown, and then you know when it's like if you get if you if they get a first down, it's like it's like another ten sprints. Yeah. If they get um uh uh completion, uh, what was it um a catching touchdown, right? Mm. It's another X amount of it's another X amount of suicides. I think it was that, and that is accumulated. But we but we lost what? No, they only scored seven uh points of us. So that's what it was. He does the accumulation thing. No, and that's what made it, and that's what it to make us run all the suicide. Either way, I remember that session. I was like, yeah. I remember there was another one. Yeah, it was um, this was this again. These are all still when I was playing at Kingston, innit? and it was um the rookie day, and it was absolutely pissing down the rain. Yeah, I think that was, that was my first rookie session. Yeah, was that your first session? Okay, so yeah. that, that was my that was my second year, and normally on your rookie day, yeah, you're kind of you kind of want me to make it to be nice so that. The guys want to come back. Like, you kind of, you know, let them throw a ball around. Let them, like, catch a, catch a touchdown. Like, make it fun. This guy, yeah, first ever session for a lot of these kids. Some of them had probably never played sports, like, to a decent level. He made them do suicides in the pissing down rain. And, like, <laughs> suicides in American football is a little bit different to basketball. So, in basketball, it's like, I think, ugh, it's been a long time. I think it's... You run to, to the baseline, ba- so it's baseline to free throw line, then it's baseline to three point line, then baseline to halfway point, base point to the other side free free point, base point to free throw line on the other side, and then base point to base um, baseline to baseline, and that's one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in American football, like it, it varies in it, but we normally did. I think we did um four every th- ten yards. Or was it ten or five yards? It might be. It might be ten yards. No, we, no, for one for one session we did five. We did five yards each. But for all the other sessions, it was ten yards. So it's a variation. So again, it, it could be a variation. Isn't it? So it might be back pedal for ten and then run back to the start. Then it might be like broad jump for twenty yards and then run back to the start. Then it'll be bear crawls for thirty yards. Then run back to the start. Then you get rest and then the next person goes. Like yeah. And what then, about burpees? Did you guys not get made to do burpees? Okay, yes. Yeah, so, so again, did you do burpees if you're late? You did, yeah. But there oh, was, really? there, no, yeah. there was another. There was another one. Yeah, this was like kind of like suicide as well. Yeah, but you had um, lines of like five. So mm. the first person will start at like this, the goal line, and they will run the whole length of the pitch, which is a hundred yards and back. So while that person's doing that, the second person is doing press oh, ups. This one. The third person's doing star jumps. The the fourth person is doing burpees. And I think the fifth person is resting. And when that person yeah. gets back, everyone moves up a line. So obviously, yeah. if that person takes long to run that hundred yards, <laughs> you're still doing your your, your burpees or stuff. Do you know what? I'm bringing that I'm bringing that exercise back for next season. Eh? That was a killer. Like that was so exhausting. Like I mean, the best, the best, the best. This, this is why, right? When you do these, when you do these exercises, you have to, you always go to people who are the fittest because they just, they just run the thing nice, nice and easy, nice and quick. Whereas if you're with someone like O line or or D line who are not fit, it just takes forever. Listen again. Watching the movie just gave me flat like flashbacks of those times where you're just running sprints and running, and it. I, Again, I enjoyed it because then it made the games easier, innit? But at the time, yeah, I was just like, for fuck's sake, coach, man. Like, exactly. And, and this is, again, I was, I was kind of cool because I was, I was very ever late in it. Like, I was, I lived in Kingston 
you know, I was a student, so I didn't really have anything to anything after um, uh, lectures and stuff. Obviously, I worked on Sundays, yeah. so sometimes, like, you know, I'd be late for that. But majority of the time, I was on time because I did not want extra fitness. Like, <laughs> it, 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 it was no fun. Like, uh, and when you're on defense, it was worse because you did the team fitness session. But then you then defense would then do its own suicides as well. It's like, oh my, it it was mad, but it made you fit and it made you better the game. But yeah, yeah, I really the closest it. thing I've got to to suicides when I was a kid was um, uh, something called the bleep test, where you oh would, the bleep yeah, test don't count. You have like a, a tone and you have to keep up with it, and yeah. get faster and faster. Yeah, but that's oh, that that, that's just a fitness test, man. Suicide is just grueling because. Regardless of your fitness, you gotta keep going for the, the length of time in it. Like even if you, you you slow down to a grinding walk or doing one press up every yeah. like thirty seconds, you gotta keep going. Like it's yeah, suicide is mad, man. It's actually grueling. Um, Sounds great. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it does. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed the film, and um, yeah, I'm happy that I finally got around to watch it. It's, it's definitely a very good sports movie. Um, I wouldn't put it up there as like you know as good as like any given Sunday or remember the Titans, but it's still a pretty solid movie. Um, the other thing that I've been doing, uh, I watched Kid Cosmic. Um, it's this weird little cartoon on um, Netflix, um, but it's weird and it's not that great. But I couldn't help laughing and enjoying it. So I'm it's, gonna... it's nostalgic, isn't it? It feels a bit nostalgic, even though it's a new yeah, uh, cartoon. It, it does, and it's just got this really like weird. Mm-mm. I wouldn't say weird animation style, like, I don't even know how to describe it. I wouldn't say it's grainy, but, like, it's it's animation, but it's, like, comic-y style. Um, mm. And it's, like, you know, they've drawn the people it, kind it of looks, um, It looks a little bleached of colour, you know, like... Yeah. The, the, the yeah. A little bit kind of, like, um, there's no popping colours in it. Yeah. But it's... It, it, and, and the thing is, yeah, it's basically a rip-off of the Infinity Stones, isn't it? Like, um... The, the, this alien crash lands on Earth with these five stones that each have a different ability. Uh, one of them is flying. One of them makes you really big. One of them like allows you to create uh, teleportion devices. Um, um, what's the fourth one? Oh, the fourth one allows you to like clone yourself and like um, have better of you. And the fifth one allows you like I want to say the word is precognition, where it kind of like allows you to see into the future like for like 20, 30 seconds ahead of you. Um, mm-hmm. and it's just a really fun little cool co- kids cartoon. Like it's it's not for adults, but again, I I found some fun in it. I think it's like ten episodes long, uh, thirty minutes. Um, it was funny and it was enjoyable, and I liked it. Um, the, per- the person who made it is the person who did um, the Powerpuff Girls. No, that makes so much. Yeah, that makes so much sense. No, called, uh, Craig McCracken. That makes yeah. so much sense. Oh my days! That it makes, makes, it makes all the sense. That I do felt nostalgic because I was thinking, like Kid Cosmic reminds me of. Do you remember um Dexter's, in Dexter's lab? There was the music teacher who had the like the or the. I think it was supposed to be a take on um on um oh, Elton John. Mm. Um, but the glasses. I was like, no, that looks like something out of Dexter's lab. And then you went. Oh, Powerpuff! There's the creator of Powerpuff Girls, and I think the, I don't know if the creator of Powerpuff Girls is the same person that made Dexter's Lab, or knows that they're a shared universe. He, because... he was um, Dexter's. The the guy who did Powerpuff Girls was a an art director and storyboard artist for Dexter's Lab. 
But he was involved. Right. In created it, but he was involved yeah. in, in growth. So that's why you're seeing the, the connection. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Oh yeah, so this okay. is but this is based on a, a comic book that he created into a comic strip, sorry, that he created in two thousand nine. Mm. That's really interesting, Craig McCracken. That is that is so weird. Um, so he's yeah, so he's known for the Powerpuff Girls, Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends, Wonder ah. Over Yonder, which I have never heard of. Um. Yeah, but he was tapped to work for Hanna Barbara Cartoons to be an art director um, in 1993. So, he's been he's been around for a while, isn't it? Bro, and Hanna Barbera is also no longer around. But flipping hell, he's that's 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 a record that I have. That's that's the history he's, of the house. He's 49, but he doesn't look 49. Now he looks like a child. Well, based on the fit, not, <laughs> not not a child, but he looks like 20s, uh, early 30s at the most. But yeah, man, he looks good for his age, man. But no, that's impressive. Like, just having a quick little browser on mm. Wikipedia. Like, that's cool, man. Like, I respect people that could do stuff like that because it animation and coins is actually a lot of work. And it's, mm. it's it's not easy to do. You've got to have a knack for it. Like, you, you've you've got, yeah, you've got to have a knack for it. So, yeah, like, I'm glad he's, he managed to get his comic turned into a cartoon by Netflix, which is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I had fun of it. Um, I, I think... Um, it, you know, if you've got young kids, like this is something you can sit down and watch with them, and you'll you won't feel bored. You you will catch some jokes with it as well. Do you know what I mean? So um, I would highly recommend. And and you know, it's fairly recent. It only it came out February second of this year. Um, mm. yeah. And um, so and uh, just a little tidbit. So this is this is the first first of McCracker's creations to have a serial, serialized format and his first for into the superhero genre since having previously created a Powerpuff Girls which is pretty in- interesting um, but yeah man I, I w- it's a comedy like I said it's a comedy drama I would check it out um, it's entertaining and yeah oh, well, another factoid about it uh, the one of the characters um, in it one of the voice actors in it um, mm-hmm. who plays Stuck Chuck is a guy called Tom Kenny, who is the voice of SpongeBob. Oh, swear down. Okay, I don't, th- I don't think I've watched it that far to notice it, but that's interesting. What, what's the name of the character? Man. Is it is it Papa G? Stuck Chuck. Oh, Stuck Chuck, the alien. Uh, yeah, that's funny. Okay, that's pretty cool, man. That is, yeah, man. Like ne- Netflix, have just got a lot of whole different things in it, like. I, yeah. I, I am not cancelling my Netflix anytime soon. I know some people but Yeah, I went through I went through um like I did a, a, every now and again I'd be like, Oh, I wonder what's what's coming up on Netflix because yeah. often Netflix doesn't do that. They'll just mm. be like, This is what's trending. Yeah. And um you actually have to look at like what what's what's upcoming. Mm. They are dropping a fuckload of they stuff. They and are. I was like, literally I was going through week by week, like What's coming next week? What's coming the week after? What's next month? And it's just, I was like, yep, watch that, watch that, watch that. You know, like, I'm <laughs> adding shitloads to my kind of notification list to, mm. to be reminded of it. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say that, um, so the way I found out the magic, about the Magic School Bus was I typed down, or Athena typed down 90s, mm-hmm. and that's where it came up with a whole list of things. So, I mean, when you guys are next on Netflix, just type down 90s, 90s, 90s. And yeah, you'll be shocked at the amount of stuff they have. I don't even know Netflix had like that catalog, like a back catalog of stuff from the nineties. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, so she was, she was uh, we were watching Goosebumps as well. Um, oh, wow. And, and, yeah, and others. And it's like all episodes of Goosebumps. It's freaking, freaking amazing. Um, from Netflix, the one show I'd love to see on Netflix is The Boondocks. 110%. I'm well, isn't, hoping. Isn't that on like HBO Max or something? I feel like uh, someone has... Maybe. That. I don't know. I have no idea. All I know is that it's not Netflix. It's something I would love to have Netflix, especially because there's also going to be new... Uh, there's a new two seasons that are being produced right now. I haven't watched any... I don't think I finished that final season. It wasn't very good. No, nah, uh, it wasn't. You could tell... You could tell um, Aaron McGregor wasn't in the... Wasn't directing it. But honestly, it needs to come back. It needs to be on Netflix. Hmm. It was original Adult Swim. I don't... I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure it's streaming somewhere. I'm pretty sure someone has the rights to it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm yeah. No doubt, no doubt. I'm streaming somewhere, but yeah, I need it on Netflix. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Well, let's get into the news. Alright, so on my end it's been a bit of well, it's not been a slow news week, a lot of shit has happened, but I haven't mm. really been paying too much attention to it. Um so it's not gonna be as deal as it as it possibly could be. Um but let's start with one of the big things that happened. I don't even know what day happened, but uh Gina Corona was fired by well, was yeah, was fired by Lucasfilm. Um, and she won't be returned to any future works due to her, due to her anti-Semitic comments on social media. Um, she cut, she compared the current political climate in the US to Nazi Germany. Um, basically saying that Jews are beating the streets, not by Nazi soldiers, but by their neighbors, even by children, because here, history is edited and most people do today don't realize that to get to the point where Nazi soldiers could easily round up thousands of Jews, the government first made their own neighbors hate them simply for being Jews. How is that any different from hating someone for their political views? Um, it, I don't, I don't want to get cancelled. <laughs> so I'm going I'm to tread lightly, like, you in in this one in this day and age you 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 have to be very careful with what you say and how you say in it, especially when you've got a track record of saying some stupid shit in it. Yeah, mm. I get the point that she was trying to say, but you can't make that connection because it is not in a sense that deep. Like it's hmm, it's like comparing um, let's say for example, it's like comparing zero hour contract to workers to slavery. Like, even though there may be some elements to it where, you know, they may not be getting treated fairly for the work that they're doing, you can't make the comparisons. To, you, you can't full-heartedly and say it with your chest, be like, oh, these these are slaves. Do you know what I mean? And I get, like I said, I get what she's trying to say in terms of we're starting to get to a situation where people are hating on others just for their political views and mm-hmm. how it's making people turn on each other when we should still appreciate the fact that we're all human beings and some people aren't. But then again, it's hard for someone that's on like the Trump side to say things like that. When Trump has been, you know, let's build a wall. Let's treat Mexicans like yeah. shit. Um, He's been so divisive, hasn't he? And I remember actually seeing like a, an American, um, I don't know, Senator or someone, some person who was in a fairly high bit of power and mm. um, basically saying that like, 
Trump is systematically pulling America apart, mm. which is the worst thing. Like, forget what his political views are and the fact that there's differing views. Him him actually creating division in America is, makes America weak. And it's uh, like, it basically, it's dividing America and it's actually far worse for America than, you know, ha- having every, like telling people to distrust the system and all that kind of stuff. That's actually yeah. uh, a far bigger issue. And mm. I thought I'd, it was an interesting perspective because yeah, I didn't think about that. You get so caught up in him just being a, an arsehole. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've had, I've had a bit of time to think about what uh, Gina Carano said. Mm. And obviously, there is an argument to made that sometimes just because you... What's I'm looking for? Sometimes, but I think people take it overboard when they say something about, say, for example, Israel and they don't. They're not specifically mentioning the state of Israel as mm-hmm. as a you know, state of Israel should exist. Blah blah. They're talking more about the Israeli government. Yeah. People are people are cancelled. You know what I mean? Yeah. By by people in politics, by people like ordinary people are saying that don't mention anything bad to do with Israel. Blah blah blah. Because for whatever reason, no, not for whatever reason. We know the reason why. But it's it's the only Jewish state, um, in in the world. Um, don't talk bad about it, blah blah blah. Like, listen, at some point, if I'm able to, if I'm able to criticize the UK government, the Ghanaian government, the American government, I can criticize the Jewish government too, yeah. and not and, and it not being anti-Semitic because it's not having to go at the at the Jewish people as mm. people. It's having to go at the government at, for it being a government and the choices they've made. That's yeah. it. With this one, um, the thing that's bad about it is that she, when you read it, it actually sucks to it because everything she says about you know. The way Jewish people were treated in uh, Nazi Germany does hold is true. You know I mean, the government did turn neighbors on their uh, on on the Jewish people. Yeah. The Jewish people were written so badly in in uh, in teaching books. For like, for example, um, there were uh, kids were being taught that you know Jewish people are drained to the economy and stuff like that, and whatnot, right? And yeah. obviously, that it it does warp your brain. We're thinking when you're dead, going, oh, Jewish people do this, Jewish people do that. Yeah. It's all negative. It does drive people to think, you know, negative things about Jewish people. But the bit that she then turns around and says, like Steve, like you said, where, you know, it's the, um people are now hating other people for their political views. How is that not the same as Jews being treated? They go, well, first of all, um, if you look at, if you want to be very, very nuanced, look at a straight down the middle issue, right? The um, Trumps are under Trump's government. We saw people and we saw kids being um, ripped away from the from their parents. We yeah. saw um, walls being built. We saw a, a whole lot of division. Mm-hmm. So to then pretend like you that 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 the person you voted for is completely innocent is sorry, but it's absolute bullshit. Yeah, it, um, you are perp- your your side is perp- perpetrating this. Maybe maybe you don't agree with that person, but you've had a person. Okay, these are political views. I don't support this guy, but these are political views. So fine, whatever. That's one thing. Mm. But it's your side of perpetrating this, and then you turn around and then play the victim, which is very, very dishonest. And which is why I, which is why I didn't like the comments you made. Oh, in yeah. saying that, though, mm. um, I'm sorry, just 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 push the point. In saying that, though, these um, if people are getting annoyed with you know her comparison between, um, you know the way Jewish people were treated and how she perceives her side to be treated mm. then at what point do you say okay 
if, if that, that's going to be the case where if any sort of comparison made about, about a people's uh, uh, plight is sort of it's sort of trivialized, but in this in this instance, what about you know for people during slavery? Should that should the same thing happen to them? Because you say, oh, we're being treated like slaves, blah blah. But actually, no, we know actually what happened to slavery. So does that mean they should also lose your job because of that? Because of that viewpoint. At what point do we treat everything as equal and say, okay, you you said this, you're gone. Mm. You, you compared you compared these people's uh, plights to this, you're gone. Do you know what I mean? At what point do we start doing that? I, I think this be a uniform yeah, sort of treatment that, if there is going to be one. Yeah, um, that's that's my biggest beef of this. Like, um, how how often do we see a, a, a load of people be like racist, homophobic, mm. sexist, and, you know, they're not instantly cancelled. But then, again, like, in a sense, like, when you go for the Jewish people, you are blacklisted swifter than swift. And like, I kind of would like that treatment to be, you know, standardized. Like if it's, mm. do you know what I mean? Cause like, I think this is something though to do with Disney. Like, cause we saw, um, we saw, um, James Gunn get fired as a snap, like a re- yes. reaction, didn't yeah. we? Yeah, um, yeah, we did. We and, did. And, and I think that Disney is mega risk averse. You know, like they, if there's, if any one of their products that or their new stuff that they've got is is at all falls out of this like squeaky clean, um, like ideal, they're just like no. I, see, but, see, I, nope, I, I, get, I get that, yeah. But this is not her first time saying stupid stuff, or or it's true. do you know what I mean? So. It's true. She was, she was, anti, well, I, I, I don't have the article for me, but basically, she was anti-masker. Yeah, mm-hmm. she um, said some activists. She was back. She said some bad stuff about the Black Lives Matter campaign. Um, and what else did she do? She said something else as well. And obviously, she's been pro-Trump in it, but like mm. that didn't get called for her to get her to get cancelled. It was, di- and again, it could be one of those ones that okay, you know, you were operating on a strike system, but it just again, yeah. it just always seemed, yeah. and again, it's just like. I can't remember who said it, but someone was basically like, oh, you you know, you can't say that the Jewish community, like, run the Hollywood and music industry, but the moment you say something bad about them in the industry, you get cancelled. And and that kind of um, backs up that stere- the stereotype and backs up that, that um, oh, I don't even know what the word for it is, not, not rumour, but backs up that, um, that status quo in a sense, because anytime someone kind of does go against them, they get cancelled, and we've kind of seen that a little bit in recent times with Wiley and Nick Cannon. They weren't necessarily, I can't remember fully, but they weren't necessarily attacking the Jewish people. It was kind of like talking about isolated incidents with someone that happened to be Jewish in that industry kind of thing. And then they've, again, like I said, they've gone on to get blacklisted. Like, I would like, if we're going to do that for the Jewish people or the Jewish community, Let's do that for everybody, innit? Like, let someone that comes that comes hard in an offensive manner towards um, other people's race or other people's uh, uh, how they view their genders. Like, if mm. they're being, if it's fl- and th- again, like, I'm not saying go after people like let's say comedians that make fun of, unless they're crossing they're crossing the line. I think that's a that's a different conversation, a different issue. But if someone's like straight up being offensive and being rude and is is being pursued perceived by a lot of people have been offensive, then, mm. like, let's deal with them 
just as bad, um, just as swiftly as they've dealt with Gina Carano. And in saying that, yeah, um, you know, like Nick Cannon's coming back to Viacom. You know, they've kind of sorted out their differences. Um, yeah. Um, this is obviously going to be what I was going to talk about in, in the new segment. Uh, well, actually, no, we are telling you in the new segment, so that's fine. Um, <laughs> the Chappelle show is coming back to Netflix because. Netflix, have, Netflix went to Viacom and was like, well, you know, Dave's not happy about how you, in a sense, screwed him in the past. Let's sort it out. And they've sorted it out. Do you know what I mean? So it'll be interesting. Supposedly she's got another job doing some, I don't know, some B movie. With some yeah, other... she's a movie with, I think, a conservative filmmaker or something like that from the last story I read about uh, Gina. So, I mean, all in all, she's fine at the end of the day. Oh, yeah. Um, she's, she, may yeah. Not, she may not be going back to, uh, to she, Star Wars. She, she I may... prefer her character can be easily replaced. Yeah. So, I mean... Her as an actress can be replaced. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't think she was ever going to be a, an A-list celebrity anyway. Like she, like mm. obviously she had a Star Wars job. Well, she had the Star Wars job, so that kind of put her into the front, into the front. Like, but from what I see, she wasn't exactly like a great and amazing actor. A, a, actor, do you know what I mean? So mm. Mm. it's one of those ones like, you know, she, she, yeah, she may go from from A to D, but B to D. But I've never really saw her as like gonna be a Hollywood star. Who knows? Maybe if this had happened, she could have been. But I never saw her in it. Um, yeah. But again, it's one of those ones you're like, especially when you're in the public eye, you gotta be careful what you say. And when it happens, you, do. you, do. you have to be willing to live and die with your consequences. Like, I would get into so much trouble if I was fucking famous. Oh, <laughs> me, mate, me too. I would put my foot in it so bad. Oh, and bro, I would. I, 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 would, I, I, would think, I think we all would. I would have to have, have a handler. Like, I would have to pay someone <laughs> that, <laughs> that, that knew Dana, the ins and Dana, outs. Of, yeah. I, I, would, I would have to. I would have to have a handler who, who, who knew the ins and outs of, like, um, social media <laughs> and, like, the pulse of the world. And I would have to have, like, a safe word and be like, when I say this, <laughs> when I have the safe word, that's when you can let me just say what I want. Otherwise, <laughs> if I'm going down, crossing the, a, a, a line that I shouldn't be, s- stop me. Because, again, it's so... And like I said, I always quote Dave Chappelle because I think he said it the best thing. Like, you know, when it comes to taking the piss out of people, like, there's a very thin line there. And also as well, like, you can't get mad when you're getting paid the piss off if you never got mad when the subject matters on other people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. You can't look like like you can't laugh and find something funny when it doesn't concern you, but then when it gets flipped on you, you get offended because then why weren't you offended? Or and you know, I'm I need to find that clip that he said because it was just such a he explained in such a a, a basic way that was easy to understand why you yeah. should, in a sense, pump your brakes in it and not always be outraged at things. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was one of his Netflix comedy. It was one. Of, it was the extended credits right at the end where he yeah, was by it. It was basically saying that um yeah like 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 you said well because this was this was after someone I think from the LGBTQ community said oh I didn't like that jokey tool yeah and he he later braced and said well you clicked you clicked on my on my show you knew what I was about mm. I mean if if you're if you're fine laughing at you know, laughing at white people, black people, Asian people, jokes and blah, blah, and then all of a sudden it turns to you and, and you somehow feel offended that you've got to ask yourself, why is this one offending you when you were laughing at everyone else's? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? 
because obviously the jokes he does, he does tell are racist. Um, but it's funny. Do you know what I mean? I think mm. comedy, that comedy is, is one of the very for me personally, thing. I feel that like comedy is one of those things where it's, it's subjective. Yes, hundred percent. Yes, there are times where you comp- like uh, there, there could be a joke that is completely missed by everyone mm. and you can say yes that was 100 percent a bad joke blah blah you should be slammed for that joke mm. and the other times where you know some people will laugh at a joke and other people as well like the amount of com- comedians i've seen on youtube right and also youtube is like another rabbit hole but mm. the amount of comedians say on youtube and they did and uh, these these are white people telling uh racist black jokes i'm like that's funny yeah do you know what i mean i even i laugh at them yeah and then vice versa and i'm, I'm like if it's funny you use find it funny, do you know what I mean? So I think comedy is one of those, one of those last bastions where it's actually, you know what? Some jokes can run, otherwise, I don't, basically, I don't be a society where everyone's afraid to make a statement for fear yeah. because you shut down straight away. I think, you know, yeah. allow people to breathe a little bit, allow people mm. to be educated at least, do you know what I mean? If, if um, they say something offensive. Yeah. Have you guys heard of Bill Hicks? No. Yes. Yeah? And yes, this, this, Hicks. This, this comedian is the one that I always used to be bemused and 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 kind of like really, it, it kind of humbled me that he managed to produce this in the audience. He would berate and chew his audience to bits. He would uh-huh. shout at them and he would insult them and, and offend them and and it was almost as if he managed to create like a scenario where people would go along and they wouldn't be happy unless they got like like offended by him yeah, and, yeah. and you know like screamed at and like ripped a new arsehole uh, it was and I, I think that's that's one of the things that uh, we should like in in the uk we've got a um quite a big scene of of comedians who will take the mm. piss mm. and that's something that we, we mustn't lose i think it's quite a that's a unique thing that in it, within humor where people are people can appreciate being taken the piss out of and laughing yeah. at the, uh, themselves or having having a comedian laugh at them or their own traits. Hmm. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right, so <clears throat> next so next um, uh, news is that Netflix now has the rights to Red Bull, um, created by author Brian Jacques. Um, an animated film, Sorry. Jacques, yeah. I like, I like that. Um, is does he actually call himself Brian Jacques? I feel that's his actual name, Brian Jacques. Jacques. Um, Jacques it's spelled J A C Q U E S. As as a child, I always just read it as Brian Jacks. <laughs> Jack. Yeah, I think it's because it, it sounds French, so that's why yeah, I, I know. I know. <laughs> you know when you you've read something a million times as a kid, yeah. and and then someone describes it differently, and you're like, Nah, that's not how you say it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, an animated film and series is in the works. Um, Red, Bull, Red Bull follows the tale of anthropomorphic animals in the countryside of Mossflower and the Cathedral of Red Bull. Um, there was an animated series which aired in 1999 based on the Martin the Warrior and Matameo books. Nice. I know I mentioned this in the, in our chat, right? When, yeah. when we first talked about this, but I, I hadn't realised it until we actually talked about it and I started looking mm. back at these stories. They're fucking racist. Like, they are... <laughs> Like, I, I mean, they're really innocent, like stories, right? They're, 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 are, they're yeah. great stories. They're, they're you know, they're, they're, they're very easy to, to, to eat, and, and they're, you know, like they are well written. They're great, like fancy stories. I, I, lo- I love the whole, um, yeah. the whole Martin the Warrior books and was I absolutely love them. 
Brilliant. They had lots of mystery and adventure and everything, but all the cute animals are good. And all yeah. the all the all the predators and all the all the nasty yeah. animals are, are babies. Weasels, like, wolves. So you know, like so I'm yeah. born a, a fucking fox. What if I don't want to be a meanie? Like I'm just gonna get ostracized by this this universe as a as a motherfucker, basically, who's <laughs> and, and and all these little fucking mice are gonna come and try and kill me. And what have I ever done? You know, like just because I was born a fox doesn't mean I should be like attacked by a load of like axe wielding sword aggressive like little mice. Mm. Fuck those mice. <laughs> basically. I anyway. It's a great story. And yeah, yeah. I can't wait to see it on Netflix. Honestly, I'm looking I'm I'm so looking forward to it because like I said, I'm I'm, I'm a huge fan. I remember watching it I can't remember how old I was, but I remember this show on channel five in the mornings on a Saturday. I used to sp- I used to be Glued to TV watching it. What what was the, the so in the in the the first Red Bull book, mm. the baddie was a rat. What was his name? Oh, that I can't remember for the life of me. Because this was a debate that we I got into with various different people when it first came out. How yeah. to pronounce that bloody name? It was either Clooney or Clunny, and that was Ooh. just uh, how many hours. Because it was. It was like C L U N E Y, wasn't it? Yeah, that's right. Uh, I thought I pronounced it Clooney. Yeah, see, I pronounced it fucking Clunny, and I was like, <laughs> other people were saying it wrong, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking scone. That's not scone. Scone. It's scone. <laughs> yeah, that is well. That's another debate. <laughs> Uh, Matt, do you want to continue to uh, take us through the rest of the news? Yes, so uh, Am- Amazon's Tom Clancy movie, which is titled Without Remorse, starring Michael B. Jordan, uh, is getting an April release date because obviously it's been pushed back because of COVID. Um, I... Didn't they have a Tom Clancy TV show? Do you, I know that I knew it was a TV show, but I was never interested in it. I only like the games. Do you know what? Haven't I've been like a million different <coughs> Tom Clancy games. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. Also, I played, oh, also there, I there was Ghost Recon, but there, there was, was some on Switch. There um, was Jack Ryan. 3DS. Right? The Tom Clancy Jack TV Ryan. Jack Ryan. Oh, that's Tom Clancy, isn't it? Yeah. That was the oh. TV show. Yeah. I knew there was okay. enough thing. But yeah, because um, I'll check this out when it comes out. I have Amazon Prime. I never watched any... I rarely ever... There's, when my brother's on Netflix and I want to use Netflix, I start, I always go to Amazon. I look at him and be like, hmm, nah, there's not really anything I'm going to watch. So I just go and flick on some, and stick on some anime instead, which right now I'm watching so much anime. So I, I do always have something to watch. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I'm going to check that out. I didn't get a fully released date, but I've got April. Um, Pedro Pascal, who is my absolute man crush, is going to be playing Joel in um the last of us uh tv series uh, and bella ramsey is going to be playing i've forgotten the girl's name what's the girl's name uh i can't remember oh what's that's that? coming that's that's going to be turned into a movie <coughs> or a series i want to say it's a tv it's show it's the last of us TV I've, show. Got, I've got the last of us ready to play and i've not started it yet I've heard um, it's an amazing game. I still haven't. About it. I still haven't played it. I probably will watch someone play it instead. Um, they, Ellie, her name is Ellie. That's the one. They supposedly offered a role to uh, Mashallah Ali first, and I think that would. Um, mm. 
I don't know. That would have been dicey. I, I've, I, it's not like a hill I'll die on, but I still say that I'm, I'm never the fan of when they race swap unnecessarily. And I think that would have been mm. an mm. unnecessary race swap. Um, I love Pedro Pascal. I still think that, um, Hugh Jackman, Carl Urban, or the guy that plays Jamie and Alistair would have been better visual choices for Joel. Um, um and I and I say, you know, nothing that um makeup can't fix. Oh yeah, obviously not, but I'm just saying like, you know, you could save the money on the makeup if you just have someone that already has a grizzly looking bed and, and kinda looks like the character already. You they say get million, they get paid millions anyway. <laughs> What's so what is like fifty K worth of makeup? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I guess so. Only fifty K worth of makeup, I, really? I, I guess so, yeah. But um and in terms of um Bella Ramsey um, mm. I personally would have um, felt that either Maisie Williams or the and I forget I've even forgot what her, her, the film that she was in uh, what was that film where the, the girl was going to like a house party was it like bad education sex education uh, I, uh, I posted this in the group but I can't remember her name no idea but what i will say is that i do listen bella ramsey was absolutely amazing for me in game of thrones because she made that speech and i was like look at it, what, what what can this little girl possibly do to make these people go to battle and she gave a little speech and i was like rah i'm gonna go to battle for this chick no for anyone else just for her hmm. um she's a she's a really amazing actress and again because if it wasn't for game of thrones i would not know um who belly Ram- bella ramsey was um and actually, me watching Hilda as well. Um, she does. She does the voice of Hilda, um, and even the jokes that, even the way she says the jokes and stuff like that. I, I just think that yeah, she's a very, she's a very talented actress. I think she could pull off Ellie very, very well. Um, I'm, I'm, I mean, again, the accent doesn't really matter to me. But also, if you be, if you want to be, uh, stay true to the to the game then obviously she's gonna have to learn an american accent um but i, I think i think she could do it and uh yeah i don't i don't think that this casting choice that like, affects anything i think i think she's gonna do very very well with the with the character yeah didn't realize that this was the voice of hilda yeah mm. yeah my, my daughter said she sounds weird um, <laughs> and she sounded like her friend so that means her friend sounds <laughs> weird. Friend friend weird. Friend. <laughs> Boom. That's funny. Oh, wow. Um, as mentioned earlier, the Chappelle show has returned to Netflix. Uh, Dave Chappelle, Viacom, Netflix have sorted out the beef, which is nice, or the, you know, shoddy contract they gave him before. Um, Let me tell you something about that contract. Basically, right, when Dave Chappelle said that, all right, guys, listen, I'm not getting paid for Netflix. No one, no one put it on, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Obviously, Viacom sold um, his show to Netflix, right? Mm. Netflix obviously um, loses out and everything like that. So was Viacom. So... And that's probably because you know fans said, "Yeah, we're not watching it." Yeah, I think that's that also turned Falcom to say, "Okay, we're gonna, we're gonna give you a show back." Yeah, make us some money, basically. Yeah, obviously, but obviously he's now gonna get paid for those old shows because yeah, I think which is great. When he signed the contract back then, he didn't get any um, what's that word when you well, I don't think he got any royalties, royalties. from it. So yeah. hopefully now he's getting a nice cut from whenever someone plays the Chappelle show, which is nice. Um, now this is. 
news and a rebate that I didn't even know anyone wanted or cared about. But mm. here mm. we go. Mr. and Mrs. Smith is getting rebooted with Donald Glove and Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Um, who's Phoebe Waller-Bridge? Because oh, I know her name. But when I look at the images or the image that was on the article, I was like, who the hell is this? What's she been in? Mm. Um... That's a good question. Google, Google, Google. Because <laughs> again, I so know, I, I know the name. Series called Feedback. She was in what? In, in, uh, she was in a series called Feedback on BBC. Oh um, yes, and that's really good. It. Yep. it won like a fuckload of awards as well. And she, oh, yeah. um, and she, she wrote it and then acted in it, and it is there's some deep shit in that. There's some. It's funny, but really like deep as well. Hmm. Okay. I have no. She also did a voice in. Um, sorry, sorry to cut you off. Yeah. But she also did a voice of um, um, L three three seven in Solo Star Wars Story. Okay. Um, oh, okay. Mary Brown in Goodbye Christopher Robin. Um, let's see. In terms of television, um, she was also in in uh, uh, and his dark materials. Okay. Again, running his dark materials, I haven't seen at all. Uh, she also has a few um, theater performances. Like <sighs> this is this is the weird thing, yeah. Mister and Missus Smith was a good movie for that time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. it worked with was I want to say it's Angelina Jolie and Brad Angela Pitt. Jolie. And Brad Pitt, am I right? Yeah, yeah. Right. It worked That's with them right, two, yeah. and like I think this was before. Didn't them two end up getting married and stuff? I thought they were married during the production. Were so they married during? It was, it was like, yeah, so it was almost like, not, so not during, but they were married. Uh, yeah, they were married during, yeah, during the, the production of that. So when watching it, it was more, it was more like, okay, these are initially like maybe airing out their grievances on the set and stuff like that. I think it went really well. The chemistry was really the good. Chemistry was, the, the chemistry was amazing. And the film, the action, mm. like the action and stuff was dope. Like, again, I have fond memories of this film. I don't think 16 years later later on it needs a remake and yeah again I don't know if Donald Glover do you know if it had been like who's Donald Glover worked with has done well if it had been maybe like Donald Glover and maybe like Zendaya because Zendaya's you know popping or even even John Washington and Zendaya after their performance in Malcolm and Marie like mm. you know them like I could see them too I, I don't really see this Donald Glover, like again, I don't know have they worked together or something before. Um, no idea. Yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm hopeful for it um, because Donald Glover is, is like, well, I've seen his acting. Fucking yeah. And, and again, Phoebe Waller Bridge. Not only is she like a fantastic actress, but she can write good shit. She mm-hmm. is. So, so, and she's also, um, she's also helping write. Um, no time to die that are one of the next bond movies as well oh is she yeah okay so you know like i think she's kind of like um becoming she's coming to the forefront with with in popularity but i think she's been she's done she's had her fingers in quite a lot of things in the past Mm. um so i'm quite hopeful for for it you know like especially if she brings anything as good as what fleabag is from what i've seen fleabag it's it's, it's pretty good. It's pretty bloody good. See, I always, with me, I always want a movie to do well when it comes out. Um, unless, of course, I have, like, 
glaring disagreements with the movie, like say, I don't know, <laughs> like was 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 a Kings of Egypt with Christian Bale and whoever else. I was just like, I'm never watching this movie. And to date, I have never watched that movie. Um, but like generally, I always want a movie that comes out to do well. Um, Donald Glover, he's he's had his Atlanta series, which is amazing. Um, I've seen him in um, uh, the, 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 the community, the community. Um, he like he's such a good actor there. Um, and he was in um, he was in um, that the 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 movie the time time travel movie thing. Oh, which was. What the fucking hell? What's her name? <laughs> Nana, Nana, help, help. What's, what's the name of that one that we... Uh, it came out of cinemas and it was a proper head fuck. Uh, oh, it was not, not Tenet, was it? Tenet, yeah, he was in Tenet. Oh, was Tenet? Oh, I was in just Tenet. I haven't seen Tenet. He was in Tenet? <laughs> yeah. Wait, sorry, he was in Tenet. Was he? You sure he was in Tenet? I don't think so. No, I think uh, you're talking about... Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was. No, isn't you're talking about David Washington. Oh, am I talking about David Washington? Yeah, uh, the guy from Malcolm Marie. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, different guy. Fuck yeah, yeah. It's, it's the it's the. But, but, but he was in Spider Man Homecoming as Aaron Davis. Yes, he was. But this is what I'm saying. I, I'm that, so that excited it. about that. It's so good because I. If oh, I, it was Lando Cal- Calrissian anyway in uh, it's sort of Star Wars story. Yeah. That's that's not a girl. But like I said, if I was doing this, like again, right now, probably because they're a little bit of hot poverty, I would I would have gone with John David Washington and Zendaya, mm. just because they. I think from what they did, I want to Matthew, see more of John David Washington. Yeah, de- definitely. Like he he's gonna be he's gonna he's be he's gonna be top good. tier. Um, <laughs> yeah, he is. But like I think they've got a chemistry already. Like again, we'll see. Like again, I'm still on the. Oh, thing no, that- no, no, no. I know what it is. I know what it is. Right. So. um Donald Glover, as the the reason why they're getting him is because he's been in the Muppets. That's why. The Muppets? Oh, really? Yeah. Sure, apparently so. <laughs> yeah, sure. She was in the Muppets as um the back in twenty eleven. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> the Muppets can get everything, can't they? Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. I love the Muppets. So yeah. wow, I'm a huge Muppet fan. So yeah, let's let's don't go down that rabbit hole. As we'll be here a while. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. So that brings us to the, end of the general news. I I forgot what goes next. I want to say oh, comic book news. Mm, no comic book news. Uh, the Snyder trailer dropped. Um, yesterday for Valentine's Day. I'm not gonna lie. That trailer made me want to watch this damn stinking thing, and I was annoyed because the trailer, even though it didn't look fantastic. It still looked better from what I could remember the last movie was. So I kind of want to see what they do there. Anyone else see the, the Snyder cut trailer? I've seen the yep. trailer and I'm not interested in watching it because the, I mean, the, the, the movie just left me, it left me with a sour taste in my mouth just because they tried to rush through stuff and I understand what they wanted to do, but they didn't want to spend the same amount. So I think T already said this. I think, um, to be fair, all the articles have said this, that they didn't take the time to go through, you know, what Marvel did in order to create their universe and things like that. And the CGI is awful in areas. Um, and even someone, even a character like Batman, who's a very serious character, even he starts cracking up jokes. I'm like, Batman doesn't crack jokes like that. Do you know what I mean? How much uh, money have they plowed into this this remake? Do you know? Oh. Uh, Go on, Anna, do you know at all? I have, I have no clue. Supposedly not much, but again, 
I don't think that's the truth. <laughs> so, because um, so my 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 thing is right that I I'll watch this because I'm um I, you know I want it I want it to be amazing, but there I just don't know how it can be amazing because yeah, of the know. because how much of the the previous movie was a was a train wreck. Um, like you were saying, like the animate the CG was shit, and the the the, they crammed so much into it. So, you know, are they going to do some serious remedial action in the Snyder Cut? Are they going to have like new tons of new fucking scenes and a load of more exposition to try and sort of complete the movie? And are they going to spend a fuck ton of money on actually tweaking the CG to make it look well? A, you know, the more C- reasonable. The CGI on Cyborg still looks like crap. So, uh, yeah, so that's part mm-hmm. of the answer there. Yeah, if they could give a bit more um, background to Cyborg and, and the Flash, and you know, like give you a little bit more to these characters. Well, supposedly mm. the first movie was meant to have a lot more Cyborg and Flash, but they cut it all out. So we're now yeah. probably so going to get that content. Maybe, maybe I would buy into a bit more if I actually gave more of a shit about the, these these, <laughs> these other characters. But when they just uh, pop up and crack a few jokes, like. The Flash did, and, mm. and or pop up and and look a bit traumatized like Cyborg did. Yeah, yeah. Then uh, you know, if I could actually see why he's traumatized, or see the Flash kind of learning how to fucking go back in time, or I don't know, just I'd I'd have definitely bought into it more. But I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'm going to watch this. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're definitely well, you, you we're, we're definitely gonna do an episode on that. I'm probably gonna have a special guest for that as well. So um yeah, um that's definitely what I'm gonna do. Alright, so let's get to the next one. Anime manga. <laughs> For animation to stream, the same magical power is omnipotent, or is it omnipotent? I think it's omnipotent, is how you pronounce it, in the spring 2021 season of anime. Um, also, the English dub for Dr. Stone and Dr. Stone Stone Wars uh, is now available on Funimation. Um, Kingdom's third anime season will continue on 4th April after its COVID-19 delay. Crunchyroll has added the fourth season of Shokugeki no Soma Food Wars to 4th Plate, English dubs. Nice. Eden's Eden Zero, created by Hiromishima, the same uh, uh, creator of Fairy Tail and Rave Master, mm-hmm. will have an anime scheduled to debut April 11th of the same name. Okay. Um, he's still recycling characters um, and redesigning some of the same features of uh, characters from earlier works. Yep. So the main character looks like a cross between Natsu and Grey. Um, you have one of the other characters. Um, I think her her surname is Grandma. I haven't seen the manga at all. I've just picked it up, so I'm going to read it probably after straight after this uh, after we finish recording. Um, and we that uh, she looks a bit like uh, Lucy from uh, again from Fairy Tale. Mm. And then you have Happy, who makes an appearance as himself. Obviously, so yes, yeah, it's that's pretty really good. And Nana, you've uh, put down um, I, hentai. I, I just I wanted, became a dark skin girl. Yeah. So I tried to bang my best friend. I just wanted to bring, <laughs> this, I just wanted to bring this up here. So Crunchyroll made this like announcement on their website, like on Valentine's Day. I think no, it was Valentine's Day the day before, and mm. um, basically a couple of people were like 
outraged because obviously they've dropped it in like Black History Month um, and the mm. title is is quite suspect um, since there's like, yeah. you know, there's quite a thing about in the, in the in the world where people get, you know, where people get angry when like you use the term dark skin girl and like it's like being fetishized and stuff like that. Um, mm. I half jokingly and half crew said like, I don't particularly, I, I don't find this offensive and also mm. at the same time, I was kind of joking. Like, I'm pretty sure, if, like me personally, I don't care if the Japanese fetishize us because, like, I said that I'm pretty sure um, a large proportion of us fetishizes them. Um, and I wasn't fussing it, but I just wanted to hear your thoughts on that, mine. Um, to be honest, Japan doesn't do Black History Month, so yeah, it, it could be poorly timed, but that's got nothing to do with the culture, so mm. I don't know why people are in uproar about it. I mean, when it's something like, I don't know, on the anniversary of um, of Hiroshima or something like that, I, don't th- I mean, when you see all these movies come around, around that time, I don't think they came up a fuss of going, you can't put that up there because we're celebrating a very tragic event mm. that happened to us, and people are like, well, yeah, we've got a movie and stuff like that, so I think... People need to be smart and, you know, not be so sensitive to things like this. Um, again, just because, again, Japan doesn't do um, doesn't do Black History Month. I mean, people, I'm sure there are some people in Japan who do celebrate Black History Month, mm. but it's not, I don't think it's a wide-known thing. Um, so, I'm, I'm com- yeah, I don't, I don't know why people are so fussed about this. Mm-hmm. Um, but in more in terms of, you know... Um, in terms of you know, people, people becoming dark skin and stuff like that, I know in Japan there are actually a few, there are actually people in Japan who do, um, you know, paint their skin darker and things like that, and do actually, I won't say they appreciate black culture. Yeah, I love I, I, I say black culture, but specifically African American culture. So, you know, they'll have you know posters up of I've seen people posters up of Tupac, Biggie, Nas, etc., Eminem even. Mm. Um, you know the whole rapping and stuff to it. Um, even even now we're looking at, look at you know Japan uh, uh, Japan pop songs and uh, Korean or K-pop songs. There's a lot of rapping and you know dance moves which are reminiscent of you know the times where um, black people had um, male groups and stuff like that. So there is that appreciation there. So I think people need to be a bit more, I guess, culturally aware of what Japan is and what Japan. Like how Japan, you know, is a, yeah, is as a culture and stuff like that. Um, and not get so offended that you know, yes, they've made a hentai. Hentai is obviously porn. Um, and then start becoming dark, a dark skinned girl. I mean, that's something that people do as well in Japan. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I, I don't think about that last bit. Hmm? I'm intrigued about that? the last part. Well, oh, I, I can bang my best friend. Oh listen, no, 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 no! But, but I, I became, I became a dark skinned um, girl. Mm. So I then tried to bang my best friend, like because yeah. I became that. Well, what? I don't know. <laughs> Listen, I what don't the know. fuck is this about? When, <laughs> it, it's a head by owners. They're gonna have sex at some point. When so. this drops, yeah, I'm yeah. watching it. So <laughs> I'll give you lot the feedback in it. <laughs> I'm definitely checking us out when it drops. I don't care. I'm watching it. <laughs> People that listen to this, yeah, please give us some feedback on what you think about this because I've been treated you know, with you, you're gonna get triggered by them doing this or like why a title like this. Yeah. No, nah, can't. Alright, on to manga news. 
So, Jujutsu Kaisen is increasing in popularity with an additional 5 billion copies in circulation, now totally 30 billion copies. I think this is just our, this is after the um, anime release. So, yeah, it's making strides, doing very, very well. Um, Seven Seas Entertainment has licensed Yazun and Takahito's Kobayashi's Karate Survivor in Another World. So, no, no, it's an isekai, just for you. Yeah, buddy! Um, so, the manga will be released digitally in print in September. And the synopsis is, when 34-year-old Mozaki Hitoshi is hit by a truck, he is sent to a fantasy world by a dismissive god and dropped into a harsh wilderness even with, without even the clothes on his back. His only salvation is newly granted karate skill and his general survival instincts. Luckily, Hitoshi is up for the challenge. He'll weave clothes out of tree bark, test fruit for poison, and crawl through the mud to test his kicks and punches against goblins and other creatures. No matter how much he levels up in this world, he still longs to find other human beings to share his solitude. And a gruesome fantasy that pits karate technique against sword and sorcery in another world. See, these, these, so this is one of these, those mangas um, where it's a modern day person being dumped into a fantasy world. I have no idea if this guy even knows anything about RPGs, but if he's like, if he does know about RPGs, it could be freak. I think it'd be absolutely amazing. Mm. Um, especially because we also know that modern martial arts has obviously evolved over over years of centuries of uh, of combat and whatnot. So I'm interested to see, you know, people who were, uh, you know, having sword and shields and whatnot go up against someone who's actually trained, um, who's actually trained differently and seeing how that pans out. Mm. Um, yeah, so I'm, 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 I'm interested to, I'm interested to finally, you know, read this. So I guess I'll let you guys know next recording how it goes. Yeah. Um, or how I find it at least. Um, and lastly, Demon Slayer has 150 million copies in circulation, increasing by 43 times since the anime debut. So I think the anime debut, uh, so with the anime debut, um, 3.5 million uh, copies were in circulation, and that steadily increased um, to where now it's you know 150 million copies, and I think that's friggin' awesome. It just shows you just how popular Demon Slayer is, and it's not a manga that's super long anyway, so. Um, you know, people can buy, I guess, the whole collection, just read it all in, in I'd say about two, three weeks' time, but yeah, people are able to do that, and I, I think it's really good for it. And that brings us to the end of the anime and manga news. Boom! Alright, just one quick little game in use, I'm not even going to play a bumper for that. Um, E3 is reportedly going all digital in June. Um, I don't know whether this is going to be a trend that continues after COVID, uh, I'm I'm not gonna lie here. Since they've kind of made E3 open to the public, it's not been as good for those watching at home. And I don't I I, I might have to holler at Patrick, who's uh, one of Seth's boys that goes to E3 every year, and find mm-hmm. out like what his experience is like. Because it's gonna be sad if they get rid of E3. Because obviously, like it was on like my bucket list of things to do in the future when I'm an mm-hmm. adult and I have money. Um. But at the same time, like, if it's, like, a piss-poor event, like, you're better off just staying at home and watching it at home, at home anyway, rather than spending the thousands of pounds to go out there. But, yeah, um, yeah. again... I think... Oh, no, let me finish. I would say it's, it's a COVID world, so having it, at like, all done digitally and virtually kind of does make sense. Well, majority of it was kind of digitally anyway, because it was obviously showing you games and presentations online with speakers. 
if they can yeah, do it as good, on YouTube and stuff. Yeah, if they can do it as good as Disney did their D, not their D twenty three, the D twenty three was shit. Um, if they do it as good as they did the Disney's Investors Day, then yeah. I'll be happy with it. But you know, not everyone has mastered this um, doing conventions and stuff online. Like some of them have been pretty bad. So mm. it's a gamble, but hopefully it's better to do that and be um, safe. Um, especially since we're still in a COVID world, than to try and do it with like social distancing and all that and all that stuff there. So um, yeah, what, what's your take on that, Maya? Um, I think yeah, I think it'd be good for them to do it digitally anyway, just because again, purely because of the fact that we are still going through COVID and stuff like that. Um, but I do have a feeling that after COVID, um, events will still go back on because I think events is is the best way for um, companies to sort of engage on how many people are actually interested in events. Um, they can test um, new games, um, new, I guess, mm. yeah, new games, software demos, that thing right there and then, which makes it very, very easy to collect data from. Um, and it's something that you see not just in, um, not just in events, but also when it comes to um, um, uh, movie releases, film releases, where, you know, the best way for a uh, uh, well, I guess the best way for a studio to see how good or how well received a movie is or their movie is, is to look at the box office uh, numbers. So, yeah, I think I think this is purely just because it's COVID. Um, afterwards, it should go back to normal, in inverted commas, which yeah. is, you know, people actually going back to uh, to huge assholes and whatnot, actually doing, um, uh, what's it called, actually being there participating in E3. Um, I would love, it, I would love for it to actually be like the Disney Investors Day because the Disney, Disney Investors Day just blew my socks away when, I, when we saw that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, right. For example, I mean, when we looked at the, the when Xbox decided to do their showcase, it was absolutely appalling. Mm-hmm. Um, um. So, yeah. Again, we just hope that E3 does does well in this. Um. Uh, even though it's not gonna be, a, I doubt it's gonna be a permanent thing. I just hope that they do really well in this because. No one wants to see E3 mess up. Yeah. Um. It's 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 our way. It's our way of saying you know the games are gonna come out. What's the store for um new consoles X Y and Z? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Let's face it, people. This this whole lockdown has has shown us all that people just love socialising. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I cannot wait to go and start meeting people face to face again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It, that's why all these like the comic cons that MCM comic con that I went to yeah so good because fucking thousands and thousands of people milling around everyone's a buzz in the air you don't get that like when it's online do you no, you know you're no. watching you're watching something online different when you're actually there like and you, you're seeing that tons of people all hyped up for stuff that it's different isn't it so yeah. I, think, I, I, I definitely think once once we can get back back into proper socialising, they'll be making all these events. Um, they'll probably have streaming, they'll probably have digital, like, streaming of it happening, but people will be wanting to go in. Yeah. I can actually see people actually cosplaying to go to E3 as well, just because it's been so long, just just do it. Yeah. Yeah. Very mad. Very mad. All right, let's get into the main event, while I always lose where my fingers are, they get. Why is it quiet today? Oops. 
Sorry, guys. I'm not going to sit quiet today. Welcome to the main event. You're too quiet. <laughs> Alright, so let's start off with Space Sweepers, something that we were meant to review last week, but Stevie had to cut early, and this was the show that he kind of like recommended. Um, Stevie, give us a little overview of what Sweet Sp- uh, of what Space Sweepers story is. Well, it's set in like the future. Um, the world has um, technology has advanced significantly. Now all of our like solar system is has been kind of populated and well kind of populated they basically got the the world is poisoned and shit and everything um there's like a a, a work there's an outside ring around the planet um there's tons of debris all around the space and i think there's a like a almost like an elysium um like mm. floating planet outside in in, in the close vicinity of the Earth, which is like some paradise place. Um, and, uh, yeah, there's the, you're following these guys who um, go up, go around and sort of like recover junk from um, from space and, and, and they can sell it in, you know, sell it for money. Um, and um, it is, it's Korean and it's in... You're expecting to have it all in Korean, but it is in numerous different languages, and yeah. everybody speaks in their own language, and mm-hmm. everyone has a universal translator that allows them to understand each other. So you have to watch this in. It doesn't matter what the fuck you watch it in, because you've got to have like subtitles. The subtitles pop up, mm-hmm. um, and it is. I love that. It was so cool. Um, because that, it was a complete curveball for me, um, and yeah, I won't go into sort of like too too many spoilers, but it is a is a rip roaring space sci fi adventure. Nice. Yeah, I mean, I I think I I liked it. So thanks, Stevie, for uh, suggesting it. When I finally got around to watch it, at first I was thinking, all right, cool, so this guy have an all Korean cast and whatnot. Um, obviously, the main characters were Korean. Um, but I was more, I was also amazed at the fact that, like you pointed out, there were so many people from all different backgrounds and just speaking their own languages. There was someone speaking French, English, um, I can't remember what other languages popped up, but it was was incredible. It was absolutely incredible. Mm. Um, I think, do you say, I think it was even an African language in there at some point. Um, Uh, it was, it was broken English. I don't know whether it was, it was, um, yeah, pigeon English. Yeah, yeah. I was spoken by Nigerians or, or God is. Yeah, broken English is, is yeah, is, it varies between, between uh, African countries. So, yeah. um, yeah, and I, I, I was actually blown away by the uh, by the use of uh, CG because it was fucking hell. They dropped some like, money on that. Yeah, it looked like a huge production. I was just not expecting it. Just, I mean. 
So, like, they had the spaceships, and you could see individual moving parts of the spaceships, for example. Um, even the robots that were there, they looked very... What's that? looked very fluid in their motion, things mm. like that. If I was just compare it to... Um, uh, what's that horror we've been, we've been watching? Um, um, Sweet Home? Sweet Home, that's the one. So, if you compare it to Sweet Home, right, it is a... I don't, I don't want to crap all over all over Sweet Home, but it's like a stark difference. Do you yeah. know oh my god, yeah, um, totally. and, yeah. And even saying that, Sweet Home received awards for its for its uh, CG, so I can't even be too tough on them. But mm. yeah, this was it was just absolutely amazing. It was just eye candy, absolute eye candy, mm. um, and a really yeah. fun story as well. Like, there was it was, yeah. banter. There was, you know, like I. It didn't feel like they were just like you know chopping and changing between different like plots or, or anything. There was there was a good kind of like storyline. I was mm. I was hooked and engrossed, and they kind of developed all the characters and gave you a load of background into them. I yeah, I was really surprised actually. I think this is the biggest thing. I was not expecting it to be so mm. good. Mm. What did yeah. you think of it, Nana? Um, I really enjoyed it. I'm gonna give it a solid three piece. Um, I'm actually like a bit surprised at like so. Oh crap! I just deleted the tab. Um, basically, I was impressed with the CGI as well. But just being on the Wikipedia for this, I've seen that it only had a budget of like twenty million. And it's phenomenal, really. How did they get away with such good graphics? And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like again, you think all the actors got paid for all? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> again, it depends on. Um, well, alright. So in Korean money, which I I'm, I don't know what that what they call the money in Korea, but it's a twenty four billion budget. But when you con- um, translate it to, to dollars, it's twenty one point two million dollars for the budget according to Wikipedia. Um, and basically, this is regarded as the first Korean space blockbuster, um, and. Yeah, man, like, I was really impressed. I, I did, like, when it started, it started a little bit slow. I wasn't really expecting, you know, expecting yeah. the guy was looking for his dead daughter's body. And I was like, okay, this is a bit strange. But then when it went and showed you, like, how kick-ass all these different characters were and showed you their background, and um, the little girl was just so cute and sweet and innocent. And I was like, oh, she can't be yeah. some killer robot. Like, she looks too nice. Um... But yeah, no, I, I, I really enjoyed it, man. And I, like I said, I'm loving all the Korean, Chinese and all the different like um, non-Hollywood, non-traditional English movies that we normally get. Like, I'm really enjoying them. Um, and I think it's just like my love for foreign cultures, but also like the Asian cultures, is, especially the Japanese culture is one that I'm like, really in love with so seeing more stuff like this is just like as long as they keep holding to this level of quality and this level of like great storytelling um i'm i'm all in like keep giving me more um i would highly recommend this to every to anyone and everyone um it's a fun movie it, it really is um and, it, and it's not that long it's about two hours and 15 minutes um yeah. for but it doesn't feel like a long movie like you're invested you you stay with it like you you keep at it do you know what i mean like you're not there sitting down watching thinking oh what time is it like how long is how long have i been here like it literally just flows like sometimes when i'm watching some of the things that we review i'm just like i look at my phone i was like i'm in jail i'm just like oh man this is like 
so long like when's it gonna end like i've got other stuff that i need to watch as well and other stuff i need to do um yeah. but with this one i was like no. i love the robot yeah the robot was so cool he reminded me of zipline from zipline uh pathfinder from uh apex, apex legends <laughs> it, was a little, it was a little harpoon and he just like started chucking it out oh that was uh, such a cool like, concept of him yeah like, and well, her standing on the like the, the oh, top of the ship outside, yeah. and just like chucking harpoons, and are you just like looking, going, "That is so, that's so fun." It looks yeah. fun, almost like, yeah. Hundred percent. I, I didn't give it a rating. I'm, I'm giving this a, th- a, a, a solid three piece as well. Um, for all the same reasons. I mean, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the movie, right? I wasn't expecting to. Um, also, the English guy was the, the the English guy was the main uh, was the antagonist, wasn't he? Yes, he was. <laughs> Armitage. Armitage. Yeah, that was funny. I was like, yeah, make up, yeah, make English people be the villain, but it's fine. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, that's a bit stereotype, but at the same time, um, it, it almost it's one of those movies where you, you need to have that strong kind of like you know who's who's the baddie here you could tell from yeah. the beginning oh of course the guy oh, yeah, who's be good is, he's got to be the baddie of course yeah 100 as soon as i saw him i was like hmm something's not right you've yeah. lived for how long a hundred over a hundred something years yeah hey, you look like you're 40 okay i lo- i quite like that sort of element of him but like he, he he um he kept like tempting people with money and every time yeah. they the money then then he'd go and like he'd berate them he'd kind of yeah berate them for their their short-sightedness and mm-hmm. uh, their weakness, but yeah, I give this a. I'm. I seem to be like well, way more generous than you guys when it comes to these uh, these ratings. But mm-hmm. I, I give this a, a whole chicken. Nice. I had a fucking ball, and I love sci-fi, and I even more love the fact that it was Korean because I share your sentiment, Nana. That I love like I'm. I'm all for them building the more movies and getting more content out. And I think the thing I loved the most about this movie was the, the, the multilingual aspect of it. Mm-hmm. They just didn't. Hello, you've gone Stevie. Uh, I don't know if that's an issue on my end, but I can't hear nobody. Um, wait, I don't know what happened. Uh, let me take a quick pause. That's, that, that is the question. <laughs> All right, we are back. Uh, had some internet connection issues. What were we even talking about? I, I've forgotten. Well, I was just space speakers. Yep. I was chatting shit about much. I love it. Yeah, Steve was giving us his, this, this great, his great size into it, and yeah, your connection just <laughs> flopped. You like that serious. Um, I should know what I wanted to say on that. Is there anything else anyone wants to say? Steve, can you remember what words to say? <laughs> I was just going on about how how much I enjoyed the multilingual aspect. Um, but it's a full chicken for me. I fucking love Spy, and um, I just this is so so cool. I want to see more of this this genre uh, mm. from from Korea and uh, and this quality, the, the 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 way that they kind of mashed it all together. Bloody awesome! Nice, mm. Um, what was the other thing we watched? Sorry, pull up the notes. Uh, so we had Space Sweepers. Um, oh, do you know what? Let's let's get to like, oh no, let me, I want to say that for last actually. Sorry, um, what was the yeah, other so thing? Yeah, so Final Harmony, 
Yeah, Fanyan Ohana. Um, I'm only an hour in. Uh, I'm enjoying it so far. Uh, I will give it a half chicken. It's it's not for me right now. Like, it's definitely aimed at kids. Um, uh, it's they like, all die at the end. I know that's definitely <laughs> not going to be the case in, like, in a kids movie. But it's basically... It, it, it's gearing up to be like um, a kids version with Hawaiian aspects of uh, Indiana Jones. That's the vibe I've been getting from it. Um, and I've enjoyed it. But you two have finished it. So you two, um, let me know what your thoughts and your uh, your rating is. Of and I'm gonna go right. with mine first since he was gonna go first. Right. Right. I was gonna say Steve could go first, but cool, I'll go first. Yeah, um, yeah, it was definitely lighthearted. Um, I'm sort of family adventure movie. Um, it reminded me, yeah, you said Indiana Jones. Um, I said it was like a bit like for somebody Robinson with the whole, you know, sort of family adventure type movies um the so going from my notes um i think the most impressive bit of visual effects uh was the final bit at the end um i won't tell you what happens in that but um that was pretty cool um and the film was you know a light hard adventure about a family sort of finding roots especially the kids um it's definitely aimed at kids it's definitely aimed at a younger audience and I, i'm sure younger kids will enjoy this um, so the movie does introduce a lot of Hawaiian culture. Obviously, the movie is set in, in Hawaii. Um, and, you know, you learn things uh, like such as the Lapu, which, again, you'll, you'll come to know what Lapu is. Um, learn about all the sort of sacred spirits, sorry, sacred caves, Kapu. Um, and even, even like, hear little tip, like, uh, tidbits here, like, um, you know, Jurassic Park was filmed in uh, in uh, Hawaii, for example. And actually, uh, there's a scene in it where you have um, the daughter, the the girl, and like I guess the ginger kid. Mm. And where they're standing is the like an iconic uh, part of Jurassic Park. And I thought that was pretty cool. That you know, oh, it's mm. Hawaii. That that uh, you know that uh, what well, it was, it was the Hawaii. Hawaii was used as a location to film that that bit in there. So I thought that was really cool. Um, so I do like movies that do, do introduce other people's cultures into it, like Hawaiian culture and Polynesian culture, um, is one that's like, oh, it's, it's very, very interesting Polynesian culture. So I, 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 I think I'm going to say that it's Polynesian culture. Again, if I'm wrong, someone please correct me. Um, yeah, like I remember with Lilo and Stitch, like Lilo and Stitch was, had, Heavy was heavily influenced by again, they were in Hawaii, but you know, learning things about Hawaii, uh, Ohana, Ohana um, nobody gets exactly kind or forgotten. <laughs> Ohana, yeah, so like uh, it's, it's, it's a really, really good movie. Um, and again, not really for me, so I'll give it a half chicken, yeah. Um, um, but yeah, it's it's a good one. I think it's a good one for kids. I honestly, I, I think kids will enjoy it, yeah. Stevie? I had a lot of fun with this movie. Um, I give it like a three piece. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, it, for me, this is, this was a, like a, a remake of the Goonies. Um, I don't know if you guys both seen the Goonies. Oh, I think I've seen the Goonies. This was years ago. Yeah, this is like yeah. a, the Steven Spielberg movie. Um, I had loads of kids in it and it was basically like adventure. Then it is basically this movie. Mm. Um, 
only only just with a load of mates who go looking for yeah. um uh what was this one-eyed willies treasure one-eyed willies yeah I, I have still agreed with this and um and the um there's actually a cameo from one of the um one of the goonies in this which is um the the kid who who's i call him the pincers of power kid mm-hmm. and uh he's like the, the the techie i don't know what like vietnamese japanese kid you know like um mm. in in the goonies and and he he play he cameos as like um uh grandfather's friend okay this. Okay. Yeah, friends. Um, and uh, so that was a nice little like nod. And as they did, this is what this movie did. They did a lot of little nods to kind of other, other, other content and other stuff, whilst at the same time mm. celebrating Hawaiian culture. And they did a real. I feel like they did. I mean, I don't know half of stuff about Hawaiian culture, but it feels yeah. like they did a real deep dive into Hawaiian culture and like yeah. really celebrated it and and it was like i felt like i was educated after watching it like mm. this is so much in this movie that yeah that that i didn't know about before and yeah he's aimed at kids but it was a fun fun adventure and there was some bits that were a bit cringy in it and there was um yeah the brother the, brother, the brother's super cringy like every time the brother speaks it's like yeah like, um, what you call it? I found it funny yeah. that Keanu Reeves made an appearance in this movie without being. Oh, no. uh, uh, when I saw him, I was like, "It's Keanu Reeves." He's in and everything. Mum goes and kisses the poster, doesn't she? Who is and the she, goes, she looks. The, the mum looks super familiar. Sorry, let me just pull it up. Uh, fine. I don't know where she. I'll tell you what. The one one person that did the moment was Peely Peely the girl because she kept going yo and you know I was yeah, yeah. slang. I was like, this is getting on my nerves. We get it. You're from you're from Brooklyn. We get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was just, it was over- overused. Um, but yeah, besides that, I mean, again, kids will kids will enjoy it. It was just it was, you know a little niggle for me. Mm. Yeah, and that was the cringy bits in it where like there was some some of the content was a bit like oh my god like this is this is cringe because we're yeah. so yeah, what, exactly what, what, what was the mum's name. Uh, so it's played by a woman called Kelly Who. Kelly Who, because she and uh, she is. Um, what has she been in? Um, she was in the Scorpion King, uh, the tournament fight. Oh, X Men Two. She was the king. She was Lady oh. Death in X Men Two. I knew, I knew if I'm something. Wow. Lady, Lady Death. Lady Death. Oh, right. I knew, right. I knew her in in something because she looked too familiar. She was oh. a, she was an arrow as well. Uh, she, oh, she's been in NCI, NCIS. Uh, yeah. did, did, have you guys ever seen any NCIS? Uh, Surely you have. Yeah, I believe the it, one it, with um, oh, what's his name? Um, oh, LL Cool J. I've seen that one. Oh, that she plays she played someone in Finnis and Ferb. Well, she's been in bare stuff, man. But yeah, I knew she looks. She's been in um, she's been in the Orville as well. She's been a bear stuff, and she's a voice actress as well. So she's been like Sleeping Dogs, uh, Mortal Kombat. Um, yeah, she's been a lot of stuff, man. She was in Hawaii. Put some respect on her name. She was in Hawaii Five O. She was in Batman Under the Red Hood. As no way. She wow. Like, again, I like at the moment I saw, I was like, I know this woman. Like I, mm. I know her face, and I just couldn't recall. But she's been a bear stuff that I watched. So. 
And she's done a lot of voice acting for stuff that I've watched as well. So, yeah, that's mm. pretty cool. I did think it was a nice touch, yeah. giving her like a smoking patch because it was just like, oh, just a little bit mm. to add to the character. Yeah, that that was there was quite a bit of that. I felt like there was there was little bits they just dropped in that you were like, hmm, that's a, a nice little just a subtle a subtle bit, you know, that they mm. that they dropped in. But but the, for me, I was quite surprised by. Um, how how emotional I got um, at sort of like the 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 last third of the movie. Um, I felt like um, I don't know. I was expecting it just to be an adventure and, and to be a bit like meh, you know, at the end of it. Like, well, that was a fun adventure, but actually, yeah. like by the end, I was like, I was like, oh my god, this has got some feels in it, you know. And I, I was <laughs> that took that took me by surprise actually. So I think that's why I get. I'm, I give it like a three piece because it, yeah, it, it took mm. it, it gave me more than I, I thought it was going to give me. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I hear you on that one. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Uh, that's more, more, not more, more. I don't have anything more to say on that. Um, again, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's half term. If you've got little kiddies, like this will be one you can sit with them and watch it, and you know you'll enjoy it. You won't be like just pissed off that you're having to watch a kids movie. All right, mine. Take us through all the one division notes that you and T have done, because you lot have done a nice little oh. everything. Um, there's a there's a shitload to unpack in this episode though, isn't there? Yeah. yeah. Do you know before I even start, let me just say that it's nice having someone like T on a, or like having T around because he and I obviously enjoy comic books. I think we enjoy comic books and no comic books are a whole lot more than you guys. So <laughs> yeah, I think we could, we could spend hours talking about stuff. I think you guys might get annoyed at us at some point when you know, <laughs> <laughs> chatting away. You're like, oh my gosh, these guys are at it again. Yeah. So let's let's let's. To, let's take this away All right so um in this in this uh, latest episode the 2000s is here um so we see wonder and vision in their classic costumes so wonder had the iconic red costume um with the m shaped uh, headpiece and um vision was in his classic yellow and green outfit with you know he had the, again with the um mindset on his head uh, that was pretty cool um, so, because it was Halloween, uh, the twins were dressed up as both, uh, doc- so one was dressed up as Doctor Strange, and the other one was dressed as, uh, as, um, uh, Quicksilver. Um, but actually, uh, in the comic books, one of the kids, dressed, uh, Billy is dressed as Wiccan, um, who is actually his, uh, comic book self, yeah. and Tommy is Speed. Uh, but again, he's dressed up as Quicksilver in here. Yeah. Um, and Speed and uh, Speed's costume in the comics is actually more like the original Pietro costume. Mm-hmm. Um, in the in Age of Ultron. Um, so with Vision, um, refers to his costume. Say, Wonder always had a thing for Mexican wrestlers. So that that was interesting. Originally in the comic book, uh, superheroes costumes were inspired by Luchador um costumes. So mm-hmm. that was a nod to that. Mm-hmm. Um. So Pietro remembered something that Wanda didn't. Um, yeah. and this was the Halloween of Sokovia. Mm-hmm. So it led me down to, to the path thinking that okay, um, maybe this is some. This is how possibly mutants can be introduced into the world, where all of a sudden you have either people, either people living in um, 
in Westview gaining these powers or the or the bubble expanded the hex gun expanding. See that's getting that, more people and that's, people having these sort of memories and and, and and whatever else added to them. Yeah. Go on, Emma. I'm pretty sure that's what I said last week that I think like she's gonna like explode and like the um it's gonna expand. Yeah, you and T both said that and yeah. and yeah, that did happen. That definitely happened. Mm-hmm. Um Wild Twins uh, had did a fourth wall break. Um, Wait, sorry. Before you continue, about... I'm... <laughs> anyone catch that um, in the Halloween scene that one yeah. one division was basically cosplaying as Black Wonder? Yeah, one was basically cosplaying as Black Widow, and Pietro was basically cosplaying as Nick Fury. Yeah, so it's that bit as well. Yeah, so again, I was a nod to that. Um, did you guys see the eye patch though? Good that the eye patch was on the other side of the face. So it was. It was on. So basically, now Nick Fury's eye patch is on his left eye. I'd, yeah. I'd say it's his left eye. Yeah. This was on the right eye. Yeah. So I don't know if it's like a mirror thing, um, to show that to show that it's a parallel universe. So mm, again, okay. with with the something up. So yeah, that's 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 something that you know that's something that definitely stood out to me. No. Um, want me, want me to continue now with the four four book? Yes, go. <laughs> all right so the fourth break was from one twins about wonder and vision fighting mm-hmm. um so t said that they break for four a couple of times from the start um it could be a potential malcolm in the middle reference because yeah. malcolm middle does malcolm does do that a lot um and i also think that um last week t was talking about or we were talking about um deadpool how deadpool is you know travels through dimensions and also breaks the fourth wall so could it be that they're becoming self-aware that they are sort of in a movie, not in a movie, but in, on, on a set. Hello. Almost. And people, yeah. keep, people keep stopping and stopping the like wonder and being like, Harden, do you want to do that again? Or... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Nana, can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, cool. You went hello. I was like, no, it's happening again. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, Vision says to Wonder, Wonder be good. So I was like, hmm, does Ooh. he does he know that some, that she's gonna do something that, that's later gonna backfire? Um But yeah, I mean I didn't know whether that was in any comic books. So I was expecting I was hoping T would uh, share something inside to that. He hasn't. So I'm gonna leave it out there as in this, this there could be a potential reference in one of the one of the comic books. Mm. Um it would be great to see the Quicksilver the classic Quicksilver costumes. Mm-hmm. Um, and during during one of the scenes, Pietro knows that he looks different. He, you know, when they're, they're talking, and, um, um, Wanda's asking, you know, asking questions, almost like interrogating Pietro. Pietro yeah. goes, "Oh yeah, I know I look different," and blah blah. Right. So I didn't know whether that meant that in his mind he looks different, as in he's been away for so long that he actually looks different, or the fact that he's addressing that he does look different from the Pietro that was introduced to us in Age of Ultron. Mm. So I thought that was, I thought that was interesting. Um, also, again, Nana, I think like you just said, um, when they go, can I help you with something? Do you want something changed? Um, that was, oh, I, I forgot of the of the black character. Um, uh, I, I, again, he just reminds me of Diggy Fish from, um, from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. He was, he was so, dressed as like Frankenstein, wasn't he? Yeah. Yes, he was. Uh-huh. Yeah. So he was saying that, um, yeah, you kind of help yourself. In. So that was very interesting. From if you look at the first few episodes, 
it was more the sense that he wasn't able to ask those questions. In fact, we saw Agnes do this where the twins were born, where Agnes went, are you sure you're going to look after these kids? So I think they become more aware of their surroundings. Mm-hmm. Um, in that same sort of exchange, we also saw that when the radio stuff was coming in as to what was going on, he'd get he'd be told that, oh, this is happening, and then it happens, rather than... So he's preemptively told that, oh, um, was it the pumpkins are being smashed, and then the pumpkins get smashed, rather yeah. than... Mm-hmm. At first the pumpkins are smashed, then he's told, so that was a bit interesting. I don't know if that was maybe a clue as to um, Wanda becoming lax or something like that, so something was getting sort of crossed in, the, in all the madness. Um... Did yeah, pick up? Because, the, because yeah. of course, like by the edge, uh, the further out from the centre you got, uh, mm. people weren't doing things properly, were they? Like, yeah, as yeah. yeah, yeah. So I don't know if that was, yeah, exactly. So I don't know if that was maybe a nod to that, but of course, I mean, they were right, and it looked like they were centre of the town. But it was interesting um, to see that uh, the her control just lessens the further away it goes. So it's interesting to see because that then ties into if that is the case. With everyone, if, with the things that she's just absorbed, the people she's just absorbed into the hexagon, mm. does that now mean that she has less control over them? Yes. And I think that'll be the case. And I don't know what's going to happen there. And that's, mm. that's something that's going to be very, very interesting to see. Um, so last week we mentioned, um, T mentioned that um, look out for uh, advert with red in it. Mm-hmm. To, to symbolize the power stone so the advert was your magic I said your magic is your magic mm-hmm. um, yeah. I also said the stack for survivors surviving Sokovia so it could be that or surviving the snap or sort of snap the blip or whatever so mm-hmm. it could be some, It could be a tie into that um, so that was definitely a take on the power stone okay um, well I, I, I know that was smart though wasn't it I never, so, I never got the advert this time. Like all the other episodes, oh, did nah, I didn't really understand the advert this time. Oh, and um, because someone's feeding on on her on the on the magic. Oh yeah, but, yeah. Okay. I thought I thought so. I thought I thought that was all because of Mephisto. Um, and also, if you looked at the, at the sort of age and process of um of the kid who had the yogurt, does it does it, it for me? It's it. It appeared similar to when people, you know, snap their fingers once the um, glove is on, once the gauntlet is on. Mm-hmm. Because I've noticed how how shriveled their hand becomes when they've clicked. Yeah. So I thought it was also a nod to that as well, but I think it was more in line with the power stone than anything else. And yeah, like you said, Steve, you're somewhere actually feeding off of the power. Mm-hmm. Um, um, oh yeah, that I said, yeah, it's great to see that the powers are manifesting. Um, because yes, we saw um, speed with his uh, autonomy with his uh, with his speed abilities, and then Billy later on developing his um, abilities, which are similar to his mother's. Mm-hmm. Um, it was also interesting that Vision didn't know who the Avengers were, even okay. though he was an Avenger um, during you know during the age of, was it Age of Ultron just after Age of Ultron. I will say. He was he was about during the Age of Ultron, wasn't he? Uh, no, he was created. Was he not created after Age of Ultron? Do you know? I need to go back and watch that film. After. Yeah, oh, no, I think I right, cool. He was created after Age of Ultron. because yeah. that bit I remember. I don't know if it was at the end of the movie or something like that. Um, but yeah, 
Dacho Baz, um, he's the only one out of all of them who potentially has actually been created rather than mini- like tweaked or adapted. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Although mm. I don't know about the kids. Maybe the babies got created from nothing, but like he has, he's been, they've just taken the dead body and like, and it's been reanimated. Whereas all the other people have been, had their minds messed with. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, and furthermore, going to um, Monica's cells changing, right? Um, I put down that it's hinting at powers. It's definitely hinting at powers. Because, oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, they did the whole thing of, you know, when materials go inside, the materials sort of absorb whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so whatever that material goes in. And so even though, you know, um, Monica Rambo had the 70s outfit on, mm-hmm. 70s, 80s outfit on, it still became a mishmash of Kevlar and whatever and whatever whatever else, right? Yeah. So in that same regard, is everyone in there? Everyone in there must be absorbing some of the powers from the from the Infinity um, Stones, yeah, making them, yeah. So by the time they come out of it, their blood too or their cells too have changed in such a way that they'll be exhibiting powers. Yeah. Now I don't know if this is for everyone, but it would be interesting to see if that is how the expert then get introduced into it. Mm. Um, um, oh yeah, Agnes. Um, from T's notes, Agnes seems to be also under the. Uh, sorry, seems to be also under uh, Wonder's control. Um, does that mean that the Agatha Harkness theory is debunked? Oh, I think it's a red herring. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, 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 again, like, I think that they're trying to be so clever with this show that I don't mm. think. I don't think it's going to be so easy. Like, everything so far has kind of been, like, throwing little surprises. So I don't think they're going to make it that yeah. forward. Mm. All right, cool. It's definitely something to watch out for. Yeah. Um, when, um, so when Tommy and Billy um, were manifested, sorry. So basically, the Give Him Hell um, demon spawn. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that bit? The Give Him Hell demon spawn? When, um, uh, Pietro tells them, you know, go around, go go about, you know, go go do your own thing for Halloween and whatnot, right? Yeah. In the comics, Billy and Tommy were manifested from Mephisto, so they, they were literally demon spawn. So it's interesting mm. that that you know Pietro said that, and also Pietro's whole being there, right? Did anyone else pick up on the fact that he was more interrogating Wanda, trying to find out stuff that she knew or whatnot, rather than the mm. other way around. Do you want to pick up on that? So for, so for a lot of the time, he was deflecting, um, he was deflecting questions, um, bringing up, sort of, sort of, trying to get, trying to get Wanda to, you know, answer more questions than he was answering. If that, uh, mm. so yeah, I no, that I got that impression that he, he was actually talking to her like it, it was out, like they knew, all knew that this wasn't real, you know, like. Yeah. So, yeah. again, I didn't know whether that was actually... So, yes, we know that's Pietro, but I didn't know if that was maybe a manifestation of Mephisto portraying this version of Pietro. Because like, I, cause I would not have assumed that Wanda would have attacked her brother, but she did, Whereas, especially when, um, when uh, Vision was in trouble. So that was interesting to see. So I, we have no idea what's going to happen next episode, but it'll be interesting to see solve their, their relationship after that, whether, you know, Pietro's going to continually ask the questions or he's just going to stop because he knows that if he messes up one more time, then he could potentially get, he could potentially be destroyed. Um, 
teammates in those here saying the kickoffs, both um, actors who play Pietro were in the movie Kickoffs. Yeah, I've seen this. Um, oh, cool. So, uh, Richard Pietro played Kickoffs, and X Men Pietro played his best friend to an enemy, Ars Kicker. Um, basically, the reverse flash of Kickoffs. So, again, that was very interesting. I hadn't, I didn't pick up on this at all until uh, T put it down notes. Yeah, no, um, I, I, didn't I, notice, did I, saw, I didn't know. I didn't know until I saw the meme, and I was like, oh, snap! They both put one Kickoffs. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, Shangri-La definition. So Shangri-La got mentioned, and Shangri-La is a remote, beautiful, imaginary place where life approaches perfection. Utopia two, a remote, usually idyllic hideaway. Um, in the comics, Shangri-La was said to have been founded by original Vision, also known as Arcus, the destroyer of evil. So again, we don't know how deep into the comics is going to go with you know sort of Vision being this vanquisher of evil. I guess. Uh, put up with some sort of resistance against Mephisto. Um, from the looks of it, um, Stevie, like you said, he seems to be able to not be under the influence of mind control from Wanda, which could suggest that he's also able to protect Wanda if you know if um, Mephisto begins to manifest himself. Um, all right, this, um, back to T's notes. Vision gets out of Hex, but is being drawn back in. Uh, parts of him falling off. Mm-hmm. Shows how much Wanda needs to have him stay with her. Mm-hmm. Um, metaphor for a toxic relationship. <laughs> yeah, yeah, some elements of that. Yeah, I don't know about that, but yeah, uh, again, it's interesting. Um, last but not least, um, arguments for Quicksilver. Oh, actually, he's got a few more notes. All right, cool. So, arguments for Quicksilver uh, being the same Pietro just looks different. Remembers being killed by Ultron. Mm-hmm. Knows he looks different. Knows his accent is gone. And we know that Wanda's accent is gone too. Yeah. Wanda sees dead Pietro with bullet holes, remembers being raised in Sokovia, mm-hmm. although memory contradicts Wanda's, and mentions parents but no reference to Magneto. Mm. I've, I, um, I think we will get a, a Magneto tease at some point. We must do. I, we, we have to. Mm. Question and what I'd like to see is who's going to be. I think it'll be um, the one from X Men First Class that'll portray Magneto. Uh, it wasn't that um, Kevin Cumberbatch, whatever his name is. No, 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 not Kevin Cumberbatch. Um, it was Michael Fassbender. Sorry. Yes, yes, it is. That's yes. it. That's the one. Yeah. So, but I mean, it's just speculation. Um, but yeah. Oh yeah. And lastly, for um, tease notes, arguments for New Petra being someone Mephisto in disguise. Mm. Memory contradicts Wonder's memories. Knows that town is fake and wanders in control. Has memory of the outside of Westview. Mm-hmm. Knows Vision died despite him being dead long before this happened. Side notes, he didn't even know who Vision was at the end of last episode. He seems to be pressing her for answers. Like, where was she keeping the kids and how she even did all this? Mm. And says he's impressed. Mm. Because, so I don't know whether that's a manifestation of um, Scarlet, or we don't know whether it's a manifestation of Scarlet Witch's powers, where... This is something on a grander scale that she's able to do before. Mm-hmm. Um, and for the looks of it, it does seem to be the case where she's never done this before. Because as she says in this episode, that she doesn't know how she did this. She just knows. She just knows that it happened, basically. Mm-hmm. And she's in control. Um, yeah, and that's and that's the end of it from uh, from T and my notes. Um, mm-hmm. Do you guys have anything else to add to that? I'm um, just trying, currently trying to get over the fact that. Um, Aaron Johnson is 
the difference between Aaron Johnson in Kickass yeah. and Aaron Johnson now, or Aaron Johnson as as Quicksilver in the Marvel, he is fucking hell. He's gone from this scrawny kid like in Kickass to yeah. fucking hench mm-hmm. Quicksilver. Oh my god, I did not. <laughs> I, I'm so shocked that I, I did not see that at all. I, when, when you I get that Marvel realize. money, man, when you get that Marvel money, you got to level up. Fucking oh, hell, he leveled up. Jesus, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I just... 100%. It, I, couldn't, I couldn't follow all the stuff you were just talking about. I kept on having to go, kind of like, no, stop <laughs> thinking about, like, Aaron Johnson being hench. And <laughs> listen, listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think yeah, it's incredible, isn't it? Once you get once you get that Marvel money, yeah, and they've all been through. I mean, Hugh Jackman went through when he was uh, doing um, uh, was it Wolverine Origins? Um, mm. then he had um, oh, oh my god, god yeah, he completely yeah. buffed out in that, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Chris Chris Hemsworth as well did the exact same thing uh, for for Thor. Um, mm. you know Chris Evans, uh, Captain America. Yeah, so they they all had to go for their transformation, which is which is. Isn't cool. even um. Oh, who's the guy who plays um, Star Lord? Um, um, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt is like buffing right out as well, isn't yeah, he? he is. Yeah, he is. And they yeah. they even made jokes about it in Guardians of the Galaxy, I think too, because after the first one, he, he was he, he put he put on weight, and that's why like they, he's now trying to be hench like everybody else. Yeah. No, yeah so if they can, if they can reference that, like take the piss out of that in the, in the, whatever next movie he's in, uh, because the, that the the, um, the the conversation between him and and um, Thor yeah. in uh, what was it in Thor Ragnarok or, or I can't remember which or which which movie did they pick him up? Or was that in Endgame where they? I thought it. I thought, I thought it was in Endgame. Yeah, and then they're like talking about how like um, godlike Thor is, and mm. and Star Lord's getting really kind of like defensive. Oh yeah, he gets, he gets really defensive. He's like, I'm a god too, you know. <laughs> yeah, and look at his look at his his look at his legs and look at his arms. They're just really st- <laughs> oh, so funny. That's interesting because isn't the Oh, what's the new? Uh, what's the latest uh, Thor movie that's coming out? Because there are lots to. Um, I don't know if it was, whether it was God Butcher. I could be completely butchering my my memory here, but um, I it think is something like that, isn't it? There's yeah. um, what is it like Thor: um, Love and Thunder? Yeah, Love and Thunder. Yeah, so that'll be the one. So if the God Butcher does turn up I, uh, again, my memory. I, yeah, I could be this in my memory, but. Just because obviously Star Lord's also a god, he, um, he could potentially be hunt, uh, be hunted out, which means that Thor and Star Lord will have to work together again. So it'd be interesting to see that coming up. Hmm. Yeah, and obviously all this is going to tie into one. I'm sure, yeah, One Division is going to spark all these events anyway. Um, so yeah, again, very very interesting to see what happens next. Uh, very excited to see what happens next. Um. Yeah, my, my MC, MCU is doing bits right now, and right, DC to step up. Mm. Is that actually possible? 
<laughs> I think it is. I, I don't think it's too late. I mean, they still have the animated movies, which outright beat Marvel. Uh, what what can DC me. bring to the table with regards to live action movies now? Apart from the Snyder Cut, that's different. Totally different story, isn't it? Like, I mean, they. I mean, they could do. Um, like, there's still loads of Batman stories to do. If they want to move off of, of Batman and, and Wonder Woman, um, they can actually just start introducing Martian Manhunter and stuff, because Martian Manhunter is, uh, is, is an amazing character. Um, do you know what I mean? It's um, someone who has all the base of Superman. Even Superman has want to mess with Martian Manhunter. Um, so that's, 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 that's actually a good curveball, actually, because what... Um... They can actually do something that's not such a, you know, Martian Manhunter is not as necessarily famous as like Superman or or Batman. No, but, no. but it would be a good property to actually bring in yeah. that you know, like is is fresh and new and and doesn't have to be tarnished by all the previous versions of Batman and all the previous versions of Superman and exactly, and exactly. So mm. yeah, it definitely could definitely be one. Um, cause there's still a lot, cause there's still a lot of improvements to do, to make for, um, the Justice League. Yeah, they can easily slum in there. We're still missing the Green Lantern, so they can even re, like, do a completely new, uh, reboot of, of Green Lantern. Um, introduce him and then, you know, go from there. I mean, there's so much potential, there's still so, so much potential, and because there's different universes, they can reboot it as many times as they want to say, Oh, by the way, this was one version, here's a new version. You know, maybe mm. have it all have a different cast or whatever, but um, yeah, I mean, there's this a whole a host of stories they could do, so it's not too late for them at all. I think you just need to need to provide the same care and patience or have care as um, as Marvel have done. Mm. Yeah, yeah, they need somebody to pull it all together, really, don't they? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Without without chopping bits out and, and and stuffing too much into one movie. Oh, don't even get me started. I mean, Nana, you can enjoy the Snyder Cut. I'm, I'm going to listen to what you have to say about it. I'm not going to lie. I was like, I don't want to see this. I don't really care. I'm going to watch it for like watch no. it's sake. But now I'm kind of, like, not, I want to say invested, but I'm really intrigued to see what they do with this now. Well, How long is it? Anybody uh, know? Four hours. It's about no, four hours. Yeah. Four hours. Yeah. Fucking hell, that's a long. Because yeah. I'm, I'm just going to be hate watching it. That's I, I can see myself just <laughs> hate watching it. I don't. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't no. I, I promise you guys. If I have to sit for four hours of it, I'm writing notes all 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 along through the movie, all across the movie, and I'm just going to be crapping all over it. Go and look at this crap. Why is this in the script? Look at these special effects. What do they exist? <laughs> it's twenty. It's it's twenty. It's 2020. You guys did this in what? When, when did um Justice come up? Was it twenty eighteen? Oh, I don't know. Too long ago. Remember? Like, 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 come on, man. MCU's got better graphics. And the jaw. Oh. I know. Like, I, know they, you can't, the I know you can't take like um, Wikipedia for you know like as as you know the truth all the time, but they reckon yeah. that the Snyder cut is uh, about three and a half hours long while mm. the assembly cut, which I don't know, I guess that's before the Snyder cut cut more stuff out mm. is nearly five hours long. Oh, mad. Wow. 
imagine all that extra content. I mean, I could sit down and watch it, but I, I, again, like I said, I'll be hate watching it. And I just don't want to do that. <laughs> Mad. Yeah. I um, I think that brings us to the end of today's episode. You know, um, the Yin Yang Dynasty. We're gonna record it on the weekend. Um, ooh, oh, I don't know. Well, we'll see. We'll, we'll 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 do something to work around. I might get Steve to send me like a voice clip of his thoughts on that movie. Um, because next week um, we're going to be having a guest from the States um, and we're just sorting out timing. It might be a late one. It might be an early one. I don't know yet, but um, we will be doing, in a sense, a little crossover for Black History Month over in America. Um, so, yeah, that's what we've got. got yeah, that's what you guys have to look forward to. Um, and, yes, hopefully next week I'll be a little bit more organised with my notes and stuff. And uh, the show can go as smoothly as always. But um, I want to thank you guys, both Martin and Stevie, for joining me on today's episode. Um, but without further ado, Stevie, say bye to the people. Bye, people. Martin, say bye to the people. Bye, everyone. Catch you next time. All right, guys. Like, share with your friends. Subscribe. Do all of that jazz. Find us on all the social medias. Thank you very much for listening. Bye-bye now.